Hello and welcome to A Smashing Theory, the ultimate prediction podcast for Super Smash Bros. and other video games. I'm Daniel. And I'm Sean. And we're done. (laughs) (laughs) Not not quite, but uh, this is a very special episode. Yes, Uh, we're going to be talking about why drugs are bad. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be talking about how Smash Bros... Uh, put out its last ultimate update. Yes, and all the things attached to that. Uh, very exciting. We're we're here. We're near the end. Yeah, everybody is truly here. In the sense that will there will no longer be any more anybody <laughs> for this game. I I guess that's fair. Yes, <laughs> sure. Yeah. Time for corrections. Oh, fine. <laughs> Uh, so, we mentioned last episode, uh, that it'd be cool if Sora's stage was legal because there's very little going on in it from a mechanical standpoint. Right. Uh, Weeb Inbound on Twitter pointed out that it probably doesn't matter whether or not Sora's stage is legal mechanically, it probably won't be legal to any tournaments because the music would make it too risky to stream. Aha. Uh-huh. Uh, Midgar apparently also has this issue, and even the Battlefield version of Midgar cannot be streamed during tournaments. That's a shame, because yeah. that's such a cool stage. I mean, obviously you wouldn't yeah. have like the summons in the background and stuff in, in the Battlefield version, but still. Yeah, yeah. I think I think Midgar with Hazards Off was considered as being legal. Right. And, uh, and then... And then it just wasn't legal because yeah, because yeah, they they've got copyright struck for streaming one win- winged angel like this is not a fight. hot take, but copyright law is so fucked up. It's it's you know? incredibly like, fucked for like people are not tuning in to Smash Bros stream so that they can listen to one winged angel. You know, <laughs> like come on. I want the one guy <laughs> that does do that to like write in right, right. before a podcast. Ends. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, Garrett D. Let me know that Bayonetta was the most requested character in Europe hmm. and the fourth most requested overall. Well, unfortunately, the video game industry does not give a shit about Europe. So, <laughs> sorry, well, guys. Well, I mean. Sakurai gave enough of a shit about Europe to add her into Smash 4 based on the poll results. That's true. Yeah, yeah I, I should say that they're, they're generally, and for a long period of time in the past especially, Europe was not given a shit about. Yeah, no, like... Uh, when like games would come out years late. And, yes, you yeah. Know, yeah, that yeah. kind of thing. But yeah, when, when Bayonetta came out, uh, Sakurai actually said, as a bullet point... Uh, we put Bayonetta in because she was the most requested character in Europe. Well, you got yeah. that one, Europe. <laughs> um, and you also have, like, Scotch Eggs and Guinness and shit. Scotch Eggs are so good. Ah, oh, Scotch Eggs are so good. There, uh, This is a tangent. There used <laughs> to be a bar in Chicago that closed down that had the best Scotch Eggs I've ever had called the Pepper Canister. And I would say that I miss them, like, in a primal caveman way <laughs> once every two weeks. It, it, they were so good. They got closed down for pandemic reasons, which is yeah, the saddest yeah, part. Exactly. Yeah, they, they ran out of money waiting for a good time to reopen. Yeah. Yeah. It's, which it turns out we still hasn't happened. Yeah. It still hasn't been a really great time to reopen. Yeah. Uh, it, depressing. Yeah. Final, uh, final correction. 
I said last episode that every Kingdom Hearts song used in Smash Bros. Ultimate is from the first Kingdom Hearts game. Right. Uh, and while that's technically true, every song did originate uh, from that game. Yeah. Um, and there's no way I could have known this because the update <laughs> didn't go live. Uh-huh. Uh, but I think this correction is worth mentioning anyway. Sure. Uh, Steve with two E's, let me know that Fragments of Sorrow, the arrangement used is actually the version of Fragments of Sorrow that's in Kingdom Hearts 2.5 Remix. Okay. Uh, and not the version that's in Kingdom Hearts 1.5 Remix. Good to which, know. Uh, which I think most of the tracks... Most of most of the tracks are the remix arrangements of Kingdom Hearts One. Right, right. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Thanks, Steve. Thanks, Steve. Steve. All right. So, on Monday, the eighteenth, the last Smash Bros. Ultimate update hit. It's true. We've been predicting characters and things that would be in this game for. 17 years. <laughs> two, two and two-thirds. <laughs> Since 2018, right? Yeah, yeah. 20, 2018, yeah. Uh, since 2018, yeah. Yeah, so... Yeah. So actually, like, uh, like three and a half years, really. Yeah. Three, yeah, three and a half years. Damn. The, the game hasn't been out that long uh, right but been we out were, almost well we were predicting first. yeah yeah we were predicting before the game even came out yeah so three and a half years later we finally got the last character sora damn yeah we're all older wiser yep <laughs> that's all i got uh but yeah that's uh, that's uh god that's a long time <laughs> yeah uh and and i you know i want to unpack a lot of that sure uh but uh i feel like the biggest thing to talk about obviously is uh is what the update added and the biggest thing it added was sora yes uh so we both got to try sora we did how do you feel about sora um i like him i yeah. think he's good you know there there are he is a simple character yeah um and i know that that was an intentional design point but I think compared to a lot of the other DLC characters that came out, he does feel very different in that respect. Yes. Um, but I think that they they kind of nailed Sora's essence in a way that feels really good to play. Yeah. I uh, I love him. Yeah. I like, yeah. If I were to play more Ultimate, I'd, I'd definitely... He'd be in my short list of characters I would play, I think. Nice. I, uh, I love his like his his mobility is absolutely nuts oh yeah uh i i love his um his auto target the like, sonic side dash B. thing yeah. yeah uh that's very good and uh and it feels like his his kind of spell rotation mm-hmm. uh i i need a little more time to get the hang of that but i like it my impression of it was that thunder is like a total noob trap that never hits anything <laughs> And obviously I'm bad, so yeah. I could be totally wrong. In fact, it's often the case that I think that something is shit and then it turns out that it's really good or yeah. vice versa. Yeah, I, I think it's actually really good and I feel like good players will be able to utilize it very well. We never hit each other with it. <laughs> I hit you with it. You never, I, I KO'd you with you it You never once. hit the computer with it. Uh, Yeah, but I hit you with it. <laughs> 
All right. And I KO'd you with you it. Got it was lucky. very satisfying. Oh, you got really lucky, Daniel. <laughs> it's not my favorite. My favorite was fire because you could just stand there and spam it and it goes fast and hits consistently. Uh, my my favorite of the three was Blizzard, actually. Oh, interesting. Yeah, because okay. uh, that was one I did hit the computer with a lot and, nice. and it would freeze them and that, that was very right. nice. Yeah, freezing is good. In Smash. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe it's bad. Who knows? I don't know. <laughs> I host, I've been hosting a Smash Bros. podcast for three and a half years. I don't know if Blizzard's good. <laughs> I what like I wonder if like if you take all of the podcasts ever made if you're like <laughs> if if you're like on on the lower end of like how educated <laughs> uh a host is on the subject <laughs> that he is hosting I mean there are podcasts where the entire point is like I, a person who knows a lot about this subject, and my co-host person who knows nothing no, about yeah. the subject, host a podcast yeah, that, that, together. That, that, that isn't, yeah. We're... So, you know, I'm, I'm not the lowest of the low. Yeah, like, that's, I've played that's... Smash before. Yeah, that's true. Like... <laughs> Yeah, we're we're not the we're not the first uh host duo to have that gimmick. <laughs> right. Even if that gimmick wasn't entirely intentional. Well, whether or not it's intentional, it is reality. <laughs> I I wonder if you're on the low end of people that once you I wonder if you're the low end of people that are educated about the subject they're hosting after you subtract the people that are deliberately not educating themselves on it on purpose. Well, this is just getting more and more complicated. (laughs) (laughs) Well, (laughs) obviously this is too convoluted to continue discussion on. I mean, yeah, I'm an idiot, so how can I possibly (laughs) understand it, Daniel? (laughs) I don't know anything about Smash or anything. <laughs> you you know about Monster Hunter. What's two plus two? Ah, <laughs> I'm Sean. <laughs> you know your name. That's very impressive. <laughs> uh. Uh. <laughs> but but yeah, I. I, I Sora felt very good, you know. Yes. Uh, even though uh, I think they did succeed at making him like a very simple, uncomplicated character. Mm. I think a yeah, he felt very much like Sora. Yeah. And B, I, he still manages to feel pretty different from a lot of the cast. Yes. Even though he doesn't have a lot of tools that nobody else has. <laughs> right. Like you know, he he has a counter like mm-hmm. roughly a third of the cast. Each of his specials like. There's a character in the game that has something very similar. Yes. Besides maybe the fact that he has that very specific rotation of magic. Uh-huh. Um, and yet he managed you you put all those things together and they combine it to something that actually feels pretty unique. Yeah. 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 No, he he feels distinct from the rest of the cast and distinctly like Sora. Yes. And uh, those are both really good things. Yeah. Nah, it's I yeah, I think I think Sakurai nailed it. Like it's it's also interesting that his his moveset is based very much off of Sora from Kingdom Hearts One, mm-hmm. you know? Like uh yeah, I think we mentioned this before. Like they, they could have gone like uh they could have gone like keyblade forms, <laughs> right? right? They they could have uh Rather, they could have done, like, drive forms, right? Uh, Even though I am satisfied with how Sora exists presently, I do wish that I could peek into the alternate universe where he got that design. Yeah. You know? 
just like see really mechanically dense Sora and what that would be like. Yeah, yeah, that I that universe would be dope. Uh, I do like this universe though. Yeah. Uh, fun facts though. Uh, here's here's a little Sora tidbit for you. All right. Uh, if if you pick up a sword, uh, if you pick up like a laser, you know, like the a beam sword or like a weapon, right? Uh, while you're Sora, um, uh, Sora will uh will switch to holding his keyblade in his <laughs> offhand uh-huh. and basically like uh like take the dual weapon wielding stance that he takes when he's in his valor form in Kingdom Hearts 2. That is great. Yeah. Yeah, excellent. Yeah. Good but good uh good uh, decision a there. A lot of love put into his portrayal. Yes. Uh really dig it. I uh I played his classic mode. Nice. Uh, and I I love all the thought put into his classic mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, minus one thing that's a bummer, but I found, like, I something occurred to me mm-hmm. uh, after the bummer sank in. But anyway, <laughs> okay. uh, so it's the classic mode is called The Light That Clears the Darkness. Right. Uh, his first fight is against uh, Dark Link and Dark Young Link and Hollow Bastion. Uh-huh. Right? Uh, like fighting them in Distati, basically, right? Fighting right. Them in, in the dive into the heart segment, so that feels like kind of like the beginning where he's he's fighting like shad- shadows. Yeah, he's fighting yeah. shadows. Uh, like before he like awakens. Uh, then he fights a bunch of Game and Watches in Sky World, which feels like uh, you know, just fight a bunch of Heartless. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he fights Cloud in the Colosseum. Great, because he fights Cloud <laughs> like he like in in Smash he fights Cloud in the Fire Emblem Colosseum. Right, but there's a very clear reference to him fighting Cloud in the Hercules Colosseum. It totally works. Yeah, it's so good. Yeah. It's excellent. Um, then he fights three Robins in in the Kalos Pokemon League. Um, the specu- the speculation I've seen for this is that like, uh, this represents him fighting uh nobodies in castle oblivion oh okay uh like yeah him fighting like organization 13 members sure uh because Kalos pokemon leagues like like stained glass walls and stuff actually uh-huh. have kind of a castle oblivion aesthetic okay uh then uh then we fight a giant ganondorf and find me <laughs> which feels like you know uh like fighting ansem in in like destroyed destiny islands right. or something um then a metal sword into Stati. Uh, he he fights versions of himself all the time, so yeah. it's, it's something. <laughs> metal sword and dive into the heart rather. I keep calling it Destati. Uh, right, right. Uh, and this is all like very, very cool, very referential, yes. dope stuff. They're all stamina battles, so like the you get the cool like <laughs> ring whenever uh-huh. he uh, whenever he beats them. It's very satisfying. Uh, and then uh, and that's then, really good sound. Oh, thank yeah, you. good sound effect. Uh, and then the final boss is Master Hand and Crazy Hand. Yeah, that's that's the bummer. So I fought them at like intensity six or something. Uh-huh. Uh and because, you know, I fought them at kind of a low difficulty, I had a lot of hope that maybe if you get to the final boss at intensity nine, Sephiroth shows up instead, <laughs> and you can have a fucking Sora versus Sephiroth fight. Right. Uh, this I you know I did some research. This does not happen. It's always going to be Master Hand and Crazy Hand at any difficulty. Mm-hmm. Um, and I it also the research also made me realize it turns out that none of the classic modes will ever have you fight a DLC character. Mm, right. Yeah. Okay, because you might not have it. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. 
Like, because there might be someone that buys Sora, but not Sephiroth. Sure. Yeah. That. So I understand why the final boss would not be Sephiroth, but I do still think it's incredibly lame that, like, for the last boss of the last DLC character, they couldn't come up with anything else. Someone did point out that. <laughs> That this could be a Kingdom Hearts reference after all. Oh, fuck off. How? <laughs> Mickey's gloves. <laughs> so uh, I think we're talking about spirits next. <laughs> <laughs> Mickey's big gold gloves just beating up Sora. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> it's such a. It's so stupid, but like I, uh, I love seeing that. It's like no, the, 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 the hands are are Mickey. It's, it's uh, yeah, uh, yeah. No, it's 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 disappointing, but uh, but yeah, like I I get it, but it's disappointing, but yeah. I get it. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's a good way to put it. Yeah. Uh, actually, I don't. I'm not even prepared to say that I get it. I'm just disappointed. <laughs> Like just I don't know. Like pick a character, do some weird shit, throw him in there. Final boss, you know. Yeah. Don't make it master hand and crazy hand. Well, I, I mean, I get that it's not Sephiroth. Maybe. Right, right. Yeah, yes. I, I get yeah, that it's not that. Sephiroth. I understand. Yeah. Although I think it would be fine if they made an exception and just let Sephiroth be the final boss. And yeah. Not playable. I I do wonder if there's like even though they're like in a way they're both Square Enix. I wonder if there's just too many legal loopholes to but then how did they have cloud fight in the coliseum then yeah like like i because i think basically like even though like basically i think cloud is beholden to different a different deal than sephiroth is like even though it's both square enix like there have been like some indicators that Nintendo gave themselves more leeway when it comes to promotion and incorporation of things for pre-DLC characters of Ultimate hmm. than they got to for for like post for like DLC characters basically. Well, then I what I would have done is Sakurai is make Cloud in the Coliseum be the final boss and then That's... come up with another standard shadow fight. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'd I'd probably prefer that to Master Hand versus Crazy Hand even though that would kind of mess up the sequence a bit. Yeah, because Master Hand versus Crazy Hand is boring, and we've all done it a million times. Yes, it it is boring. Yes, I I do agree with that. Um, okay, so leave Cloud where he is. Yeah, what would be your like? No DLC characters allowed. Right. What would your final boss for Sora be? Uh, let's say. Uh, I guess we could kind of turn. We could do like giant Corin as as Zemnis or something, you know, in some color palette or or one of the Fire Emblem swordsmen, hmm. and then I don't know, throw in, you know, you always have like a bunch of Mister Game and Watches spawning or something. I don't know, they're like, you know, I'm sure that after a five minute roundtable, they could have come up with a better idea. Yeah, which and it's it's funny because. Because every other aspect of the classic mode has so much more love put into it. Right. That I'm positive that they did have a round table and come up with a better idea. Like, I'm sure Sakurai came up with something better than Master Hand and Crazy Hand. He must have had a better idea than that. Then why is it not in the game? B- because there must have been some reason that his better idea was not allowed. 
then come up with a different better idea. There's a million better ideas than Master Hand and Crazy Hand. Right. The, but the, everybody's here. The cast is enormous. Do literally anything else. Yeah. and I'm, I'm not s- saying it's easy, but it's not hard. Uh, the thing is, you don't know the the litigation. You don't know the behind the scenes. Like, Master Hand and Crazy Hand might literally be the only thing that Disney would sign off on for the final battle. And again, I just come back to, there's a whole classic mode leading up to it with a bunch of weird shit going on. Yeah. You're telling me there was no other permutation or combination of characters that could have taken the place of Master Hand and Crazy Hand? I'm, I'm saying it's possible that they weren't allowed to use any of those other permutations for the final battle specifically. I... If that's true, it is the weirdest legal agreement that has ever existed. I mean, there's a lot of ways it already is the weirdest legal agreement that has ever existed. I know, it's up there. I respect the amount of affection that you have for Sakurai, but I think that this was a missed opportunity and not a rights issue. I think maybe he sat down and thought, well, it's the final DLC character, so it would be appropriate for him to fight Master Hand and Crazy Hand because that's traditionally I, the final boss of Smash I, I, or something I could, like that. I, I, could, I yeah. could see that. I could see that because this is... Sora is also considered, like, he's also treated as kind of the culmination of all the right. Smash stuff. Um, um, I, uh, but I just, I can't imagine that it was a situation where Sakurai was sitting with a lawyer from Square Enix and going, you know, what about this character? No. What about that character? No. What about this character? No. We, you know, we've done these nine other characters for the story mode. Uh, what about this character? That character? No, 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 no. Okay, fine. Master Hand and Crazy Hand. Yes, that's acceptable to us. <laughs> I just don't think that happened. Uh, I, I honestly do think that it's a possibility. All right. Like it, Yeah. Because there are other DLC characters with final bosses that got weird, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, there's there's other stuff where they they didn't do Master Hand and Crazy Hand. They went in a weirder direction. Yes. They even just, like, you know, like, like, like not even, like, use the boss besides Master Hand and Crazy Hand. Like, one of the designated boss characters besides right, Master right. and Crazy Hand. But, like, they do things like, oh, yeah, here's... Uh, here's a standard playable character, but we made them big and they're metal. And, you right, know, like, yeah. yeah. Uh, like. No, that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah. Yeah, to, yeah. 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 Right. Uh, so, like, I feel like if that stuff was on the table, he would have done something like that again. Because he has done it before. Like, for, for guest characters, even. Mm-hmm. I I don't think Master Hand and Crazy Hand was the first idea, you know? I, I don't think Master Hand and Crazy Hand was necessarily even the fifth idea. Yeah, but I, I, I don't know. That's that's just kind of the feeling I have. All right. Well, I mean, yeah, we'll we'll never know for sure. But my, <laughs> yeah. or, my... or 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 we'll learn in like fifteen years uh, right. after Smash Bros. Seven comes out. Yeah. Uh, but my instinct is that they just decided to culminate the Smash Brothers experience with a Master Hand Crazy Hand battle and that was a bad call in my opinion. That's that's where I'm <laughs> yeah, landing on this. I yeah, I I see a I do see a world where where that is the reason they made that decision. Mm-hmm. There's just been a, a a pattern, right? Like just uh just the last 3 years of this game and and the game releasing itself, it just feels like they never do like the easy or lazy thing unless they have to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I I guess, you know, I'm trying to give Sakurai an out here in that I don't necessarily think that it was a lazy decision. Yeah. You know, I, I think that it was a, 
Yeah. That no, a- I... after some thought, they decided that it was the appropriate decision. Yeah. And I, uh, you know, a uh, a uh, smash expert. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you know, a, a a person who is kind of ambivalent about Smash and Smash-style games, uh, for what that's worth, uh, think that it was not a good decision, that they should have done something else. It I, I'm open to the possibility that they were constrained from doing anything with the final battle other than a Master Hand and Crazy Hand fight. But I'm, like, open to it in the same way that I'm open to the possibility that ghosts exist. <laughs> You know, I I haven't seen any solid evidence that they don't exist, so I guess it's possible. You're, you're but like, I don't walk around expecting to see ghosts. <laughs> you're you're the Shane Madej to my Ryan Bergara <laughs> sure. in, in this instance. Yes, but you believe in Sakurai and I don't. <laughs> that's that's not true. I I have a tremendous amount of admiration for Masahiro Sakurai. <laughs> Just to be totally clear. But in this instance, I think a ball was dropped. I'm staying on your game, Sakurai. <laughs> if you want me to get off, you have to kill me. <laughs> I'm dancing on your game. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyway, yeah. I've, either way, regardless of the reason, that was kind of a of of a bummer ending. I do think that, yeah. like, especially because they they threw so many cool like trick balls at us for for that whole classic vote and then uh-huh. just like a little master and crazy hand softball yeah not great yeah uh and uh and we got to check out the spirits i'm not gonna go in depth on all of them but some of them are pretty cool mm-hmm. uh Kyrie was the one novice spirit right uh she's represented by daisy with a lipstick on tortimer beach sure uh which you know i i think I think that's cute. Mm-hmm. Like De- Torimer Beach is obviously a stand-in for Destiny Island, right? And Sora assists her basically, which is great yes. because Sora loves Kyrie. He does, uh, until he forgets about her for several games. <laughs> Axel is an advanced spirit. Uh, Gion as an advanced spirit. Mm-hmm. Terra as an advanced spirit. Aqua as an ace spirit. Riku is an ace spirit, and um, this. <laughs> There's a legend spirit after this, but Riku was the hardest for you me. You had a lot of trouble with Riku. Yeah, yeah. I God, I had, like Riku. It was a stamina battle versus Corin in in the Riku version of Dive into the Heart, and uh, God, he just kept <laughs> fucking up my shit. Uh huh. Um, I, I was stubbornly fighting him as Sora as I right. did all the spirits. Uh. Like, maybe it would have been easier if I, like, swapped to Ridley or something. But, man, uh, like, it really felt like a boss battle against Riku. Yeah, I was going to say that, like, as I as I noted when you were doing it, like, it, it was true to the experience of, like, having to do the boss fight against Riku over and over again. Except that you didn't have to watch a 20-minute cutscene <laughs> beforehand, uh, you know, before every attempt. Right. Uh, for context, uh, that was what the final battle against Riku was like in Kingdom Hearts 1. Yes. Like, for the PS2. Yeah, uh, he, you, like, you run into him and he monologues for, like, seriously, like, 20 straight minutes. <laughs> and then you do the fight. And at that time, there was no cutscene skip. They added yeah. that later. Yeah. So, it got to the point where, like, I was playing it with a friend and we had his whole thing memorized. We would just, like, chant it under our breaths <laughs> while we waited for the opportunity Give to fight. Give Kyrie back her heart! <laughs> it was not great. I mean, the fight was cool. Yeah, fight was cool. Very hard. Everything else about that particular part of the experience, 
not a good. Uh, and then Roxas was the legend spirit. It was a stamina battle versus a Sora with a killer edge in Dive Into the Heart. And then Dark Samus shows up partway through to represent Vanitas, probably. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's uh, got the helmet. Yeah. yeah. The helmet. <laughs> um, and you just obliterated that, as I recall. I think, did you do that in one attempt? I I beat, it was very close. Yeah. But I beat the Roxas spirit on my first try. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. And as a legend... He he contributes the very last unique right. spirit ability, which is weapon attack and move speed plus plus. Right, right. Which feels powerful. Yeah. Greatly increases the power of melee weapons and increases move speed. Yeah. 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 And, yeah, nice. And and also fitting for Roxas, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. He's a fast, strong boy. He is a fast, strong boy. Yeah, he <laughs> sure is. Yep. Uh, but yeah, that was all the stuff they added. It was good stuff. I did like the spirit battles. Yeah, no, they they were well put together. I thought. Yeah, they're they're pretty well put together. Uh, and uh, and yeah, we we actually streamed that yes, update. On, that's uh, true on Twitch TV slash Thoraz Z T H O R E S Z. That's Daniel's Twitch channel. It's my Twitch channel. And, uh, and yeah, we, we just, we played a whole bunch of the update. We, we played Sora, obviously, but then we did some, some squad strikes, Mm -hmm. uh, with various themes, like characters we guessed correctly. (laughs) And, uh, and then we did like a two or three hour long smash down where we fought each other with every character, uh, ever released for the game, (laughs) uh, except Dr. Mario. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Because fuck Dr. Mario. (laughs) Because, because the f- the finished roster of Smash Bros. Ultimate has an odd number of characters. Look, you hate Dr. Mario, and it's fine. <laughs> I hate him, too. Nobody likes Dr. Mario. <laughs> no, it's fine. We skipped him. On purpose. <laughs> uh... No, that was a that was a great time. Yeah, no, I had a really good time streaming with you. Yeah. I've done it twice now. Uh, thrice? Twice, twice, just twice, yeah. just twice. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that was a really good time. Uh, we added stakes to the smashdown. Yes. Uh, like whoever <laughs> whoever won the smashdown, uh, we took all the characters that the winner beat the loser with, and then put them in <laughs> a a uh, a straw poll. Yeah. And then our our viewers voted on the character whose game they wanted me to do a full playthrough of most uh i had a very strong lead at the beginning mm-hmm. uh but sean overtook me and won the smashdown which i was not i don't think either of us were expecting yeah that. no i, I was <laughs> i played was, a hell of a lot more ultimate than me just by beating world of light yeah uh no you i i definitely choked uh i was <laughs> i i was surprised or by, maybe by i was just comeback. really good Maybe it had nothing to do with you and everything to do with my skill. Anyway, I choked. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, no, you know you 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 had a hell of a comeback. You yeah, know? thank yeah. thank you. <laughs> uh, you uh, no, it you, felt good after a while. I was feeling good. Yeah, you're. Uh, we we had a lot of sudden deaths, and yes. your your increased confidence in sudden deaths. <laughs> no, and, and like initially, those. every time you got a sudden death, or every time we got a sudden death, I was like, well, I lose because Daniel's gonna do whatever. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I started figuring that out after a period of time. Yeah, and, uh, it was nice. See, this is all that we need in order for me to beat you at fighting games. I just have. To have 90 matches <laughs> yeah right and then yeah then uh, then i'll download i'll figure you out <laughs> yeah in in a in in a first of 44 right yeah exactly right uh, i'll come out on top <laughs> first to three is a different story yeah first to 44 i'm the master of first to 44 <laughs> well r- rather a, a first to 20 something watch out sonic <laughs> <laughs> And all we have to do is two and a half first to ten money matches. <laughs> and then in the middle of the third one, I'll, I'll, I gotcha. Who do you think you are, Perfect Legend? <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, I don't know how many people are going to get that joke. but Well, sorry if you don't. <laughs> uh you you could probably put together through context clues sure. that Perfect Legend is a guy that loses a Sonic Fox a lot and keeps trying to come for the run back. Yeah, and he's like, so salty. He, Sonic Fox beat him 13 to 0 in a first to 10. <laughs> <laughs> and and Perfect Legend gives me like, you know I'm better than you. Stop being a coward and fight me again. This actually this happened like like an hour ago on Twitter, actually. Yes. Yeah. yeah. No. Like, yeah. don't challenge Sonic Fox to a first to ten, and then get upset when they beat you thirteen times. B. Don't argue with Sonic Fox on Twitter. They're they're like the queen of salt. <laughs> you know, they will defeat you in the argument, and yeah. then all of their fans will laugh at you. Yeah. There's no point. Yeah. No. Like if if you come after Sonic Fox on Twitter, you're going to get fully and completely dragged. Yeah. Like, uh, usually because if you are coming after Sonic Fox on Twitter, there's probably s- something internalized that you should deal with before coming after <laughs> yes, Sonic exactly. Fox. Yes, there's, exactly. There's a non-zero chance that you're, like, some kind of bigot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you might, like... Yeah, like maybe your your internalized transphobia isn't what you're like isn't what you're shooting out there, but you yeah. want to figure out like why you're so mad at Sonic Fox uh-huh. in the first place. Yeah, yeah, un- unpack that. Yeah, talk to a psychologist. Yeah, I'm I'm not saying that like a hundred percent of people who are mad at Sonic Fox are transphobes, but right? I I feel like the percentage is above fifty at the same time. Yeah, you know, like people. It is often the case that people are mad at trans people just because they exist. Yeah. I'm sure that's true of Sonic Fox as well, considerably. Yeah, yeah like, the, they, uh, I I think, I think also it's because they exist so confidently. You yes. know, they, they're, they're so happy in their own skin, and mm-hmm. I think, yeah. I, I, <laughs> that I, upsets really bitter people. Yeah. And, uh, and yeah, just... Do, 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 take do, get get some bath salts, you know. Hit <laughs> <laughs> the bath salts, try yourself a nice little bubble yeah. bath. Eat and, a moon pie. Yeah, and, and just think about stuff. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Anyway, I didn't expect to go on that Sonic Fox tangent, but do we ever expect no, to go on a Sonic uh, Fox tangent? No, but here we are again. Uh, but yeah, so 
So Sean beat me in a smash down. Just like Sonic Fox. Uh, <laughs> and the majority of our viewers voted for Byleth. And now I have to do a full playthrough of Fire Emblem Three Houses. Yes. The, the setup was that if Daniel won, he would do a stream of one of several games that he nominated for people to vote on. Yeah. And if I won, then people would be able to vote on every game that I, whose character I beat Daniel with. Yeah. And somehow Fire Emblem Three Houses got the majority, even <laughs> though I beat him with a bunch of characters from a bunch of different games. Yeah. Uh, second and second and third place went to Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> And, oh, what was the other one? I don't remember. Yeah. Uh, Zelda? <laughs> um, it was, it was one I wouldn't have minded playing. Like, I was like, oh, that would have been a good one. Um, was it... Was it Young Link? Well, you would have hated to play Majora's yeah. Mask. <laughs> yeah, no, it, yeah, I don't think it was Young Link, actually. Donkey Kong, and yeah, I've, I, I forget. Maybe I'll remember partway through. Okay. You can um, always come back to it. Yeah, we can always come back. Um, back. Anyway, uh, uh, either way, uh, <laughs> yeah, if if you check out my aforementioned stream, uh, twitch.tv slash T-H-O-R-E-S-Z. Yes. Uh, on Fridays, I'll be, I'll be chipping away at Fire Emblem Three Houses for the foreseeable future. Fire Emblem Fridays, baby. Uh, my, my Golden Deer Run. Which, yes. Which was also voted on by viewers. <laughs> Almost unanimously. Almost unanimously. One person came in and, and voted Black Eagles, which I think is a good call. Yeah, that would have been neat. Yeah. Uh, but no, Golden, Golden Deer Run by a landslide. Oh, yeah. Uh. Like, I had a little pie chart uh, showing the vote <laughs> progress, like, while I was playing up to that point, and it was just a, it was just a green circle. Yeah, just uh, a completely solid color for most of that yeah. part. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, that, that was a, that was a fun experience. Good. Yeah, it was, it yeah. was a, it was a very good stream. I enjoyed it. Yeah. But anyway, yeah, we've, we've now played Ultimate at the end of its lifespan. Yes. Or, you know, the, the end of its update, like history right i'm i'm sure people will play more ultimate in the years to come <laughs> yeah i certainly hope they do yeah i want to see sora in tournaments yes uh -huh. yeah oh man yeah, i wish I'm... you could see daniel's face lit up like a jack-o-lantern just now <laughs> that sounds fun like it sounds <laughs> like it'd be god it'd be so fun to see yeah. him in tournaments no for sure yeah but yeah we uh that means that this is also kind of the end of us making predictions and yeah and uh and doing doing episodes about smash bros ultimate uh so yeah i thought i, I thought we'd do some some little post-mortem yeah have, uh, a little walk down memory lane yeah so first uh over the years mm -hmm. uh include not not just uh not just for dlc but also in the wind up to ultimate proper oh okay uh what do you think was your best prediction what what was like what was the the biggest like? This might have been a long shot, but I nailed it. Like <laughs> when predicting stuff for Smash, uh, you know, I so this is a DLC prediction. Um, I actually think it was Byleth, yeah, because like there were already so many Fire Emblem characters that I know a lot of people were like, "Well, there's no way they're yeah, going like to add absolutely one, not, you yeah." Know? 
Um, and and honestly, like I was I was over here, like I could see it being a Fire Emblem Three Houses character, but it's gonna be Edelgard if anybody. <laughs> right, right. It's not gonna be another character whose main weapon is a sword. <laughs> and no. Now, and now here we are. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Violet is one of the characters I think I beat you with on stream. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you think? You think you beat me? I beat you with a lot of characters, okay? It's hard to remember. Why, why do you think I'm playing Fire Emblem Three Houses? What was the conversation we had three minutes ago? And I think another great prediction <laughs> that I made. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Continued, though. No, I, I, I mean, I was just, you know, uh, deeply mortified and trying to move on. I don't actually have another prediction. <laughs> <laughs> uh like the point is that i soundly destroyed you uh no contest with so many characters that momentarily i forgot the stakes of the contest which to be fair i really didn't have any decision making power over oh, <laughs> with yeah. you it was like well yeah we'll do my, my five favorite games and then with me it the, was like well there's no way sean will win so there'll just be every character he that, beat me that wasn't with. that wasn't the justification there's no way that sean will win the contest <laughs> to to be clear that wasn't the justification oh really yeah what no it, it? the the justification was that if i won i should be able to reward myself by cherry picking some <laughs> if you lose like, even if you lose, you don't have to commit to a full playthrough on a stream. Oh, so, no, no, no. I, yeah. I, 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 okay. I meant, like, you got to pick if you won, but if I won, that's, it was just every character. That, yeah, every, that's, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. Instead of me getting to, like, no, you have to play Majora's Mask or this yeah. or that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's, that's what I mean. I, I made it so that. Uh, I made it so that like people got a bigger like a bigger selection if you won because like whether you won or you lost I would be the one that would have to do a full playthrough right so the stakes were bigger for me so I get the bigger reward for winning okay yeah that 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 was the justification I see also uh also people getting more choices with you I felt would would give you more underdog status, would give people more incentive to root for you. I see. Yeah. And then it was Fire Emblem Three Houses. And then it was Fire Emblem Three Houses. Uh, hoisted. Hoist by my own petard. Yes. Because I don't think I would have picked that if I had had to choose five different games. Yeah. It would have been like Majora's Mask, Donkey Kong... I don't know, three other things. Yeah, I was about to say, you don't even remember, you probably don't even remember five characters that you beat me with. No, of course not. <laughs> it was a whirlwind of emotion. But yeah, anyway, I, I think Byleth is my best prediction. Uh, yeah, no, that that was, I think that was pretty good, you know, I think. Because, like, Banjo feels obvious in hindsight with how chummy Nintendo has been with Rare and yeah, how, although, how much they were kind of banking on nostalgia. Yeah, although, like, you know, I... I always thought that Banjo was a decent possibility, uh -huh. but I didn't pick true, Banjo. True, that's true. Yeah, I, I thought it wouldn't be Banjo. Yeah. I thought it would be Minecraft, because <laughs> Microsoft and Nintendo were chummy, but Ugh. Minecraft was such a bigger a bigger thing. And I did end up being right eventually, but it was still Banjo first. Yeah, and Minecraft was created by a horrible human, and the aesthetic is terrible in Smash. Yeah, I mean, that 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 human is far away from that property now. That's true. Potentially still getting royalties from it. I don't fucking know. I think they bought him out or something. Yeah. Like, uh, like yeah, like, he, he no longer has the rights to it. Right. But I wonder oh, if... Oh, I see. If but I wonder like if residual, him... Yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, yeah, there's... 
there's several people who don't get the rights who don't own the rights of things they still get paychecks for like, right right yeah, yeah i just i i mean i i i don't know but i yeah. believe that they you know he no longer has like any kind of hooks in the company that would cause him to profit from Minecraft. Yeah, I'd, and, I cer- I certainly hope that's the yeah. case. And recently, he's actually been on Twitter going like, "Yeah, Minecraft is such a bad game now," and this and that. <laughs> Dickhead. Uh, uh. I like Minecraft. I just don't like that Minecraft is in Smash. But that's you know, the <laughs> the point is that Byleth was a good pick. Byleth was a good pick. Yeah, because I do think that like that especially like you know like looking back a lot of people are like oh well nintendo loves fire emblem characters of course <laughs> right of course byleth was gonna be added to the game maybe maybe a, a ninth fire emblem character will be added <laughs> before the game you know like yeah yeah i i think i think a lot of people kind of will downplay what a good prediction that was now okay. now that you know now that all this time has passed. But I think that was a good prediction. Well, thank you for up-playing it. <laughs> uh, I think my best, like, you know, the, I I guess the the afterglow is still fresh and it's, uh, it's you know, it's still very new. But mm-hmm. I think my best prediction might be Sora. Yeah, I, I, obviously. I, <laughs> yeah. yeah I, I figured that was what you would choose. Yeah, because I've been predicting Sora, like, since before the game came out, <laughs> right. I was like, maybe Sora will be in the base roster, right? right. And then it's and it's like, well, I still think Sora's gonna be DLC. And I did that up until the very last piece of DLC when like so many other uh-huh. people had abandoned ship and being like, Come on, man. <laughs> right. No, I, I was in the come on man camp. Yeah. You know? Um I I absolutely thought that because of thorny rights issues, there was just no way they'd be able to make that work. There was one person uh <laughs> in uh in our discord uh after one of the more recent times i predicted sora who just posted a a picture of uh of like regina from mean girls uh with the caption uh stop <laughs> right. stop trying to make sora stop uh-huh. stop trying to make sora happen sora's <laughs> not going to happen uh and then said <laughs> And then said, if Sora ever gets, ever, ever gets added to this game, I will give you guys money. I will send you, like, like 50 bucks. And I'm like, okay, yeah, that's that's the kind of thing Mm -hmm. that people would say without actually meeting the stakes. That's funny. I will forget this this exchange ever happened. (laughs) And then Sora came out and that guy rejoined our Discord. (laughs) And I'll be special thanking him later. Yep. (laughs) He was 100% true to his word. He owned up. Yeah, Yeah. he super owned up. Uh, Which is pretty cool. uh, Yeah, very cool. Um, Yeah, stay tuned for our special thanks after the, the credits music uh but uh but yeah i i like it's funny like rumors like sora started leaking like a couple days before he was actually announced right and even after he leaked like about i'd say about 60 percent of the smash community were like this leak's (laughs) fake what are you guys doing Uh (laughs) (laughs) and i mean to be fair you know that we've we ourselves have been juked by some very convincing leaks oh oh yeah i (laughs) next we're going to talk about our worst prediction i think i think i think i'll say our worst prediction besides believing the grinch leak was real yeah okay that's fair yeah yeah <laughs> uh 
Yeah, you know, the alternate timeline where the Grinch leak was real is is a cool one, I think. What like, all was in that again? Was um, Gino in that? Gino was in that. Yeah. Uh Isaac from Golden Sun. Right. Uh Shadow the Hedgehog presumably is an echo fighter. Mm-hmm. Um like there there's some cool picks in there. Ma- mock Rider as yeah. like the, yeah. Um, yeah, the Mock Rider train was a pretty cool train to be on. Yeah, you know, they could have done some cool stuff with Mock Rider. Oh, man, that that was that was a character that I was convinced would be added as the retro <laughs> yeah. character, and we didn't really get one for Ultimate. No, nah. uh, which you know, which which is fine. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do love the retro editions. Me too. You know, but yeah, I think I think Bilo Thansor are pretty good predictions. One, I think a lot of my very best predictions actually were like predictions I made regarding characters that wouldn't be playable or or specific ways that a non-playable character uh-huh. would be included, right? Yeah, no, you definitely had kind of a like a bloodhound's nose for sniffing out like assist trophies and me costumes and all that kind of thing. Yeah, I like the two I'm proudest of were saying that Shovel Knight would be added as an assist trophy, uh-huh. right? Because no one was doing that. Like right. everyone was either saying Shovel Knight's going to be in as a, as a <laughs> right. fully playable character or Shovel Knight won't be in the game at all. <laughs> yeah. Right? And I'm like Shovel Knight will be in the game as an assist trophy. Yeah, now you were like the Smash Bros Moses parting the Red Sea <laughs> to reveal a new path. Of course, that was one of the only things I got right about the base game besides like Ridley. <laughs> yeah, well, you only got second place <laughs> in that contest. Uh, yeah, that's true. I don't even, I don't even remember who got first place in <laughs> in that Smash 4 prediction contest that I took place in. Well, which did in they a, go on to make a podcast about it? As maybe. <laughs> yeah, as far as I know. Is it no, as good as ours? Absolutely not. <laughs> uh and and the other one I'm very proud of is guessing that Sans would be added as DLC, but as a me costume. Yeah, that was good. Yeah, I I was predicting him as a character. At one yeah, point, as you may recall, I I thought that I thought that was cool and very bold. <laughs> Thank like you. I, yeah, I I was hoping you were right. <laughs> I I would have loved to have seen Sans in Smash. Or just Undertale representation in general. You could, there's a <laughs> you, lot of cool picks. You now would have loved to see that. At the time you were making the prediction, you were low-key hoping it wouldn't actually happen. Yeah, because I hated Undertale at the time. <laughs> and now that you paid me to play it, uh, I like it. <laughs> <laughs> That's the key to get Sean to enjoy things. Just give him money. Yeah. <laughs> if you pay me, I'll do almost anything uh, that is legal. <laughs> For some and re- moral <laughs> for some reason the first that came to mind was just like you like sensually eating like a like a piece of bread with mustard on it <laughs> and like that's it <laughs> just like oh <laughs> just, just fucking deep throating that mustard oh, bread <laughs> <Where's> <laughs> my- <laughs> that'll be twenty dollars <laughs> Oh, that was a little higher than I was going to go. I was going to be like, $7, please. (laughs) I I probably would eat a loaf of bread with mustard on it for $7. Honestly, that doesn't sound that bad. Yeah, no, it it doesn't. The stakes could be higher. Yes. Uh, Anyway... What do you think your worst prediction was? Harley Nodja. Fucking obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Yeah, this... there was like no way. The only reason I was hanging on to that prediction was because like, wouldn't it be fucking awesome if I was right? What, what was your worst prediction that you actually believed would be in the game? Uh, uh, well, 
I don't remember what a lot of my predictions were because they changed often. Yeah, they did. You 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 shifted around a lot. Um, and we also just kind of, when I abandoned a prediction, we erased it from the outline. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I really should have held on to some of those. Um, one, I, I think in terms of how confident you were that it would happen, mm-hmm. uh, like in contrast to it just not happening... Um, maybe Monster Hunter. I actually think Monster Hunter was a good prediction that just turned out to be incorrect. Yes, uh, I th- I think at one point in the Smash Bros. Ultimate Design document, Monster Hunter was going to be a playable character. Right, and then I they, s- they palette-swapped them with Byleth at the last possible I, second. I still yeah. think that Byleth's moveset was Monster Hunter's moveset at some yeah. point. Yeah, no, I, I was thinking about that again the other day, and then also thinking about how incredibly lame Byleth's uh, final Smash is, uh, <laughs> where it's just like just like Sothis just pops up as a 2D sprite moving her mouth and then you do some fucking attack I was like this used to be you know Rathalos coming down and blowing people up or whatever and mm, they had to change it that's I you know I'm, I'm on board with that actually <laughs> I'm bored with that that uh, that little conspiracy theory I think cool I think there's something to it yeah uh, then now that I'll be interested in hearing about in 17 years yeah oh yeah, yeah. um hmm yeah yeah are they not well <laughs> also like i think you had more faith that chosen undead would actually be added to the game uh yeah i i was i was certain about that up to a point yeah and then after a while i I just kind of lost the faith and we didn't get a whiff of a whiff of dark souls no nothing at all in smash yeah uh i i will say though i don't remember if i mentioned this on the podcast or not uh, that <laughs> when uh, Sora's trailer was playing and then yeah. you just saw the fire, I oh. thought that was a campfire and yeah. that it was the Chosen Undead and I was wrong. I think you did say okay, that last cool. episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, For a split second. Uh, my worst prediction was Wreck-It Ralph. Ah, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and I, I, I had a whole thing. Like, I was like... I was like, Sora will be in the game, but in order to convince <laughs> Disney to let Sora be in the game, uh, Nintendo will agree to put Wreck-It Ralph in as a promotion for the second Wreck-It Ralph movie that wasn't out yet at the time. Right. No, you were you were on the Wreck-It Ralph bus, like, all the way to the end of the line. Yeah, all, all the way up until the game, like, re- like all the way up until uh, the, the base game release. I yeah. didn't think that Wreck-It Ralph would be DLC. Yeah, yeah. I abandoned Wreck-It Ralph after that point. And then Wreck-It Ralph 2 came out and everyone kind of forgot about it. Yeah, Wreck-It Ralph 2 was... It was a fun little mess. Yeah, it was a fun little mess, yeah. There, there's stuff about Wreck-It Ralph 2 that I did really yes. like. And actually, the the ending of Wreck-It Ralph 2 is actually, like, like incredibly, like, touching and, like, bittersweet. And, yes, that's true. And, like, good in a sad way. <laughs> like, like, cl- like, clearly... It feels like they thought of the ending first, and the ending was really good, <laughs> and then the and then they couldn't figure out how to get to that ending in a satisfying way. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. The like the ending was cool. I even liked the beginning. The problem was the whole middle. The whole middle, yeah. The whole middle was uh, just a big, a big weird mess, and and yeah. not like. And the, the world building wasn't as consistent or coherent as the first record, Ralph. No, they were just throwing out a lot of ideas. Yeah. And not following them anywhere. Yeah. Right. Uh, yeah, Record Ralph 1 was, I think, was a much better put together movie than Record Ralph 2. Yeah. But Record Ralph 2 had, had some 
had some really excellent ingredients. Yeah, and, I'm, I'm not yeah. sad that I watched it or anything. Yeah. You know, it was a fine experience. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that movie was, like, fine in the end. Yeah. Some cool characters, though. Yes. Yeah. In Ultimate, yeah. like, uh, you know, the base roster or DLC, who is who is your favorite addition? Who's, like, what? what is the best character they added? <laughs> uh, you know... It's not my favorite character to play, but I do think that Banjo-Kazooie was just realized so well. Yeah. Uh, just seeing, you know, that character, like, move around and attack and, like, do taunts and, like, being on the level. Like, there's just so much about Banjo-Kazooie's implementation that I think is just absolutely perfect yeah uh, i think for me that's the answer that yeah that's good i it's it's tough for me because like two of like my dream characters got added to ultimate <laughs> uh so it's like it's a tie i think sure uh like because i i don't want to give sora the edge because of recency bias so it's a tie between <laughs> sora and ridley okay nice uh because like you say that like like banjo was like added to the game perfectly yeah. i also think ridley was added to the game perfectly yes he has like the like the fucking like ridleyest move set you know he feels so good to uh -huh. play he's basically my my smash ultimate main yes you know? yes uh he's he's definitely the character that i've played the most he's great just so well designed. Yeah, he's he's fucking awesome. Like his he's got so many tools that I love. He's got like a command throw, mm. right? He's got the the leap forward and grab you and drag you across <laughs> the stage. That's so satisfying. Yeah, and and he's got a he's got like the kind of like high risk, high reward attack I love where mm -hmm. he like primes his tail and then yes. and then uh if he connects with it and the hitbox is very particular uh it does like you know forty damage and stuns. That's my favorite attack of his. I think it's just it's you know when somebody nails it, it's like nailing a falcon punch. It's yeah, just very exciting. Yeah, it's, it's like Jigglypuff's rest, but like <laughs> mid range. Yeah, exactly. Uh, God, yeah, Ridley's Ridley's awesome, and he's still awesome, even though he he came out at the beginning of Ultimate's lifespan. Uh, so yeah, my my favorites are like the beginning of Ultimate and the end of Ultimate. <laughs> uh, -huh. uh Rid Ridley and Sora. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Out of the characters added, who is your least favorite in Ultimate? Now, I know you're thinking I'm going to say Minecrafter. And it's true that I don't like Minecrafter. Uh, but I think that a lot of thought went into Minecrafter's design. And yeah. because of that, there are a lot of elements of them that are very cool. And I think that there have been some, like, kind of hype moments and matches that I've seen like clips of, you know, yeah. where it's like building his way back to the stage or whatever. You yeah. Know? So there's... <laughs> there... One one of my favorite things uh -huh. that that I've seen is like it's like a a clip of someone landing the last blow uh on someone at a tournament right right and then as they're falling off of the screen clearly unable to recover all the way back to the stage the Steve player builds blocks to spell the letter f as the <laughs> as the opponent dies yeah, like that's great yeah um so my biggest disappointment is piranha plant okay because um, it's like you know the character gets unveiled nobody wanted this character the character <laughs> comes out it's not fun to play everyone forgets the character and that was it <laughs> that was that was piranha plant's whole story yeah like, i even like 
watching Piranha Plant's gameplay, I was like, oh, okay, Piranha Plant's got some cool trap zoning stuff going on. Maybe yeah. I'll give this character a try. And then I played Piranha Plant, and I was like, this character sucks. <laughs> and I never played Piranha Plant again. He's very clunky and weird and awkward, but... When we were doing that Smashdown, I did fuck your shit up with Piranha Plant. Yeah, but not because Piranha Plant's a good character, because I was bad until I got good. <laughs> That's what happened there. I, I think I think I did it in like the second half, though, right? Or, or no, was, Piranha Plant was kind of an early pick. Yeah, and, and uh, yeah, I, I don't like Piranha Plant. Uh, that, that was a... It was it was a very I like that that announcement happened and I could feel the hype curdling in my stomach like spoiled milk, <laughs> you know, at least he wasn't like paid DLC. That's Un- true. Under certain conditions, you could get him for free. That is Piranha Plant's only redeeming quality. <laughs> I actually like I actually kind of like Piranha Plant. Like I uh, I don't think he's anywhere close to the best character added, <laughs> but he feels a little underrated because everyone just kind of forgot he existed. And he has a very unique, strange design, you know? Like, I think he actually, like, he uh, he brings something new to the game. His, okay. his moveset is very, like, uh, you know, it's... It's like... It's like someone decided to put like a D and D wizard <laughs> into Smash Bros. All right, and, and they had to make it a Mario character for some reason. <laughs> like you know, um, unique and strange, not always good. <laughs> uh, I I I appreciate the effort. Like yeah, it was it was it was neat, and uh, there definitely was effort involved. <laughs> cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah on that we completely agree <laughs> I, I, i'm feeling a lot of solidarity right now um it's funny actually i didn't think you were gonna pick piranha plant okay uh because i thought you would have forgotten that piranha plant existed <laughs> I, I i thought it was going to i thought it was going to play out this way you'd say kazuya uh, from Tekken okay. and I'd say not Piranha Plant and you'd go oh shit yes Piranha <laughs> Plant <laughs> uh, wow I'm surprised that you didn't think I'd say Minecrafter uh, yeah no I I, I I sense your respect for Steve okay yeah I know you didn't want Steve in the game but mm-hmm. I you know uh, yeah like uh, you know, after Steve came out, you, you were basically like, "I wish this character wasn't in the game," but his moveset is very sure. Cool. Okay, yeah. When Kazuya came out, you're like, "I wish this character wasn't in the game," and I hate his moveset. <laughs> I mean, I don't hate his moveset. I just think that he's too complicated for Smash. Yeah, basically, right. But we've hashed that out over many minutes. Oh, many, <laughs> many minutes. Um, damn. Okay, let me. It. It feels late. It feels cheap mm-hmm. to say an Echo Fighter, right? Sure. Yeah. That 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 feels like such a soft. But if you could say an Echo Fighter, who would it be? Uh, if I could say an Echo Fighter, um, I think the Echo Fighters they it did include in Ultimate specifically yes. were honestly like good picks. Like obviously, d- d- no. I, I don't want to say no one cares about Dark Pit, uh-huh. but Dark Pit was also added in four. He's yeah, a, he's exactly. irrelevant to the ultimate discussion. Um and like I I think Dark Samus looks cool as fuck. Yeah. Uh, 
I, I I prefer playing Dark Samus to Samus. I really like that Daisy's in the game, even if there's like no <laughs> moveset difference between her and Peach. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Uh, maybe Chrome. Okay. Maybe Chrome. Yeah. Okay. Like I don't dislike Chrome, and like it's nice that he's an Echo Fighter with a little moveset differentiation. Sure. Um. But he is another Fire Emblem character. Yeah, he, he feels like the least necessary addition <laughs> out of the Echo Fighters. Like, because Richter was cool. Richter yeah. was a cool Echo Fighter. Uh, Ken was 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 cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Uh, but not. Yeah, it just just wasn't wasn't really jazzed jazzed sure. about Chrome. All it's right. like a, yeah, it's like oh okay, Chrome, Chrome. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah. Yeah, Chrome. Um, but uh, picking like an actual, like fully realized character that was my least favorite, this is actually hard. I like I'm looking at all the characters. Like maybe also Piranha Plant, just okay. because like like I like Piranha Plant. Piranha Plant just might be the the one I like the least. Sure. Because like Inkling is fucking cool as fuck. Yeah. Ridley's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Simon is good, well implemented. <laughs> yeah. King K. Rule's fucking awesome. Yes. I love Isabel with my whole heart. <laughs> uh, Incineroar is a moveset that I vibed with from a very early point. Sure. I love his fucking... I love this fucking cat grappler. I, <laughs> I think they could have picked a better Pokemon to add. Yeah. Uh, but his moveset is great. Uh... Yeah, Joker's cool. You know, Joe. I don't think Joker's my least favorite. Uh-huh. Uh, Joker's probably, like, a bit lower. Sure. Uh, Like, even though I think it's... uh, I think his moveset is is neat. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think it's cool that Persona's big enough now that he got representation. Yeah. Um, He... He feels less like 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 a smash kind of character you know like it like he's like you, you can't even play his game on the switch <laughs> i right? see what you yeah mean, or yeah. a nintendo platform yeah he he feels he feels the out of all the characters we have he feels maybe the least tied to nintendo okay you you've got persona 5 strikers on the switch yeah. now but and apparently strikers is great apparently strikers is great yeah yeah um yeah I I love heroes inclusion. Ba- is Banjo my least favorite? No, mm-hmm. you bastard! Don't even think about it. Mm-hmm. Uh. I I I respect Banjo's inclusion a lot. Okay, I like I I think it's so. This this is your Minecraft. This is my Minecraft. I, I I'm I really respect the Banjo's there. Yeah. Uh, Terry was surprisingly enjoyable as mm-hmm. an addition. I didn't think I'd like Terry's an addition as much as I did. And, like, he was so satisfying to play that now I'm just, like, a King of Fighters guy. Sure. Now I've just played every game in the franchise. Every yeah. mainline game in the franchise besides uh, 12. That was a hyperfixation for a long time. It sure was. Yeah, for, like, months because I had to play, like, 12 games. I mean, you didn't have to play 12 games, but you did. I I had to. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I think Byleth's moveset is very cool. Byleth might be kind of lower too. Okay. Min Min's inclusion is fucking great. Uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I I really respect that Minecrafters there. Sephiroth mm-hmm. is, was fucking awesome. Yeah. And uh, P- Pyramithra's, you know, 
I, I appreciate them. Mm-hmm. They're they're not like super exciting. Yeah, that they're not my biggest disappointment, but they were disappointing <laughs> to get my hands on. I will say that. Uh, and I actually like. While you were disappointed by Kazuya's moveset and inclusion, mm-hmm. I was very pleasantly surprised by it. Oh, I know. Uh, and of course, Sora is like um, right. amongst the best decisions that they've ever made, ever, ever, ever. <laughs> yeah, you know, I think Sora might be my biggest disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> Master Hand! So so I, I guess Piranha Plant with maybe Joker in second place, I guess. Okay. Yeah. Um, But I, I do like Joker, and I like Joker's yes. inclusion. Yeah. me too. And that's also a little refresher for all the new characters added. For uh, yep, uh, in case anyone was uh, uh, lost their memory, <laughs> now well, you hey, know all the characters. You should know better than anyone on this planet that that maybe every detail of a thing won't be at the forefront of your mind. I can pull up Wikipedia <laughs> and very quickly learn that information. Uh, so moving away from characters that were added, yeah, who is the character that were saddest isn't there? And then, yeah, and then maybe I'll add, I'll, I'll, I'll say a a, a different version of that in okay. a second. But yeah, who's like out of, out of the, yeah, who's the character that your saddest isn't there? So this time I am going for the obvious answer. It's Monster Hunter. Yeah, <laughs> I like you know finding out that there was a Rathalos boss in the game. And then they're not being Monster Hunter in the game. Yeah. It was like the slowest burn. It was like a drip feed of disappointment <laughs> into my veins that took place over a period of years. <laughs> uh, I would have loved for Monster Hunter to have been in the game. And even though Byleth kind of is Monster Hunter, they're also kind of not Monster yeah. Hunter. And yeah. I, like they're, I, yeah. Like they're, like, yeah. By- Byleth with Monster Hunter's moveset being there <laughs> means that there won't be a Monster Hunter stage. Exactly. Uh, there won't be Monster Hunter spirits besides exactly. Rathalos. Yeah. 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 That's that's the one for me. Yeah, that's that's fair. Um, Like, I, I got the one I wanted most. I got Sora in. <laughs> right. And I got Ridley in. Uh-huh. Um, but the, I think the one that I'm saddest is not there uh is is probably agumon yeah uh that makes sense yeah um because yeah i (laughs) i i yeah i i just think his moveset would have been incredible if he was allowed to be in the game (laughs) like i i think i think sakura would have absolutely gone for him digivolving partway through battles no there was definitely a lot of moveset potential there yeah even though he would have sounded like this he would not (laughs) agumon They would not rehire that voice actor in a million. Go go back to the regular world and do your homework. Uh, uh, uh different question. Yeah, that might end up having the same an- answer. <laughs> uh, which absent character do you think was the most deserving of being added? Like, oh. like, what? Well, yeah. What's what's the absence you you think is weird because they would have like there's so much that would have made sense for them to be a a Smash Ultimate like edition. Oh, that's an interesting question. Yeah. Like you know, for example, like would it would it be Crash right because of all the uh-huh. build up to Crash right? I think that if 
any character was going to break the indie barrier, it would have been Sans. Yeah, and good, that good would have been really cool. Yes, you know, I think actually, like there was a bunch of excitement, like over him being a me. Right. Like, yeah. Imagine exactly. the excitement if you were added as a full fledged character. <laughs> yeah. No, I think that would have been pretty neat. Yeah. And I would have loved to have seen what his fucked up move set would have been. Oh, it would have. It would have been wild. Yeah. yeah. It would have like, oh man, he'd be like a weird zoner, like uh-huh. like very like very fragile right like right like very like susceptible to knockback mm-hmm. but with a lot of like a lot of like wacky mobility and like stuff that prevents him from being hit oh yeah like skeletal hands coming out of nowhere and lots of beams and stuff yeah i could also imagine them making it so that like his animation for getting hit is actually him narrowly dodging attacks and then building percentage anyway <laughs> or something oh, like that oh that's that's cool i kind of like that yeah um my answer is agumon again <laughs> uh, well i'm glad i didn't go with monster hunter again <laughs> yeah <laughs> like yeah it's it's like it feels like like digimon especially because of digimon's like relationship to nintendo and various nintendo franchises yeah um and like bandai namco's relationship with nintendo like like making this game for them they uh-huh. were the de- they were the main developers of ultimate and they got one character in <laughs> besides pac-man that's true uh like all the other like iconic competitors of mm-hmm. nintendo franchises have uh you know besides like sony characters and i guess like crash bandicoot sure like have been added into the game right like we've we got sonic pretty early on we got uh-huh. we got like pac-man we got um we we got all these franchises that used to compete with Nintendo and now are like standing side by side, right? You know, uh, like like ter- like Terry and sure, uh, and now like like po like Pokemon like like we've we've got Mario's biggest competitor there, mm-hmm. you know, like once upon a time Mario's biggest competitor, <laughs> sure. Uh, it would have been cool to see like Pokemon's one time biggest competitor, uh-huh. like show up like just i i just imagine like the screenshots of like agumon like and pikachu next to each other you know yeah i i do i i really like the framing of it in that way I yeah think that's cool yeah and uh and digimon's also like uh like such an interesting piece of gaming history mm-hmm. you know terry was added uh, as kind of a rep for the Neo Geo, right. Digimon could be added as a rep for the concept of virtual pets. <laughs> sure, right? Uh, like yeah, like there were so many reasons. Like I, I thought it's like Agum, like it's like oh, Agumon's gotta be in. Like uh-huh. he's got so much history. He's got so much history with Nintendo. Right. He's got so much moveset potential. Uh, and like obviously the 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 more slots filled up, the more I was like, oh. <laughs> oh, I don't. I don't think he's gonna be here. Actually, uh-huh. like he's not. He's not gonna be the last character, right? And uh, yeah, that 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 made me very sad. Yeah. Obviously, I'm I'm thrilled that Sora's there. I'd rather Sora's there than Agumon. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but yeah, I, I that I think he was both like the 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 best pick for a DLC character that's not currently there. Sure. Uh, and like, if there's any, if there's any character resembling my most wanted that wasn't Ridley or Sora, like, I think Agumon would have been like third place. Okay. Yeah. I respect that. Thank you. Of course. 
and finally, uh, how do we feel about Ultimate now that it's over? I, th- you know, I do have a, a sort of an ambivalent relationship towards Smash generally. Yeah. And every time a new Smash game comes out, like, they make some innovations that I like and some that I don't. Yeah. But... I do think that Smash Ultimate is unquestionably the best game in the franchise. I um, yeah, I like, I was gonna say the same thing. Ultimate yeah. is the best Smash game. Like in addition to just so much content being packed into the game, yeah, so much more than any other game that's come before it. Yeah, uh, it's also just all of such a high quality. Yeah, like even stuff that I didn't like, like I did not get into World of Light, certainly not in the way that you did. Oh yeah, I still appreciate the amount of effort that went into it, and the amount of thought and care that went into that game mode. Right, and the stuff that I do like, I really, 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 really like like um and yeah just like even characters i don't like you know almost universally i still appreciate the design decisions and the thought that went into them mm-hmm. uh even the stages that i don't like i can see that they're very well designed and that a lot of thought went into them it is just the pinnacle of the franchise in so many ways uh and uh it's the greatest platform fighter i've ever played yeah it's it's a really 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 good game yeah yeah i i i fully agree with that like obviously i'm much more of a smash fan than you yes Uh, it might have been my idea to make a podcast about it or something maybe (laughs) yeah but yeah i i wasn't like uh it didn't really feel like there was a definitive version of smash up till now right like melee obviously like uh like kind of felt the best in a lot of ways for a long time mm-hmm. uh like to play um like you know brawl had like some single player modes that i have a soft spot for mm-hmm. uh like like smash 4 like polished a lot of things in a lot of ways but still like um you know had some things missing that didn't like quite feel definitive ultimate feels definitive to yes me. um like obviously it plays differently than melee right yeah. but uh it manages to like still feel very satisfying to play mm-hmm. right and uh has a roster like three or four times the size of <laughs> melees yeah uh and manages to be to have a roster that is more balanced competitively than melee's roster yeah i would uh, agree with that yeah uh like there's there's so the percentage of characters that are competitively viable in ultimate is so much higher than melees. It yeah. feels, it feels like most of the cast is competitively viable. And I, I, I haven't looked too hard at that to like really say that for sure. But, and I don't feel that that is just because the roster is so much larger. I also think it's clear that Sakurai and co think a lot more about competitive balance yes. when they're making characters, whether they want to or not. <laughs> You know, they, yeah. they clearly do put a lot of thought into it. Yeah, that, that's why I specifically men, uh, mentioned the percentage right, of characters, right. right? Like, not just the quantity, because, yeah. like, because, yeah, the quantity could be higher, but the percentage could still be lower. But sure. I think both the quantity and the percentage are much higher. Yes. Uh. Yeah, and, uh, and yeah, like, even without that, like, I just, the the content that isn't competitive is really enjoyable, and... And there's also, like, 
you know, there are a lot of com- concessions that Sakurai made to the competitive community that they decided to ignore <laughs> or or despise. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, you know, there's there's that too. Like, yeah. the, no, the, uh, there was a lot of effort. Some of it turned out to be wasted effort in hindsight, but, you know, still. Like, yeah. it's, it's clearly something that, that that is on the minds of the development team. Yeah. Yeah, and I yeah, I don't know. Ross roster's great. Yeah. The game's really fun. Like like so much of the cast is just really enjoyable to play as and like it's yeah, it is just so far as like the culmination of an entire genre of fighting games that yeah. Sakurai made up, you know? <laughs> yeah. Uh that's true. Yeah. And uh and yeah, it's uh the the ride has been like a hundred percent worth it. Like I uh like yeah, I, I love this game a lot. It's it's one of it's one of my favorites. Nice. You know, it's it's one of my new favorite games. It's it's just it's just so good, and I'm actually kind of missed like having an excuse to dive in <laughs> like every couple months. You know, uh, like obviously I can still dive in every couple months if sure. I want, but uh, it'll just be you talking to me in our living room. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I'll I'll miss like having like uh like an incentive to do it. Yeah. Uh. But that game's so good that I never really needed an incentive. Yeah. 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 Even if we had never uh, made a podcast, rest assured that Daniel would have talked to me about Smash a lot. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so just just count yourself lucky that we got to record so much of exactly. it. Exactly. Yeah. Because, the, because these conversations may have happened regardless. True. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's... Good, good shit. Ultimate is such good shit. It is. I'm very proud of Sakurai and very happy with with all of his efforts. Me too. For for this entry in particular, I'm also very happy that he's going to get to like relax for <laughs> uh for an indefinite period. Right. Of time. Or at least he has the potential to do yeah, that. Exactly. Whether or not he will is yeah. another question. <laughs> yeah, he has the opportunity. I hope he takes <laughs> it. Yeah. 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 I'm. I'm super. I'm super happy that this game came out yeah i'm also really happy that we did this me too yeah thank you for doing this with me thank you for inviting me along you know like i i know that it's uh a running gag uh with a with a good deal of truth behind it that like i don't i mean at the very least i certainly don't care about smash as much as you right and i am kind of like a color commentator to your you know detailed analysis but just by coming along on this ride with you, I got to, you know, experience our cultivation of a fan base that means so much to me. <laughs> like, I love, you know, interacting with people in the Discord and on Twitter and, yeah. you know, them popping in when you started streaming. Yeah. Like, the, no, I, co- the I, connections <laughs> that we've made. And and also, like, even, like, within the Chicago podcasting community. Yeah. You know, we've, we've formed relationships and friendships uh like this podcast has unquestionably improved my life in a number of ways which is weird to say um i wound up investing a lot more in recording equipment than i would have if we hadn't done this and that's kind of cool yeah like outside of just getting to be nerdy with you you know for several hours every couple of weeks uh there have also just been a lot of really cool fringe benefits that I will continue to appreciate even after we stop doing this. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, sincerely, uh, 
thank you for you know masterminding and spearheading and smashing theory it's it's been a really great ride that's not quite over yeah but it almost is over it's it, yeah we're, we're we're nearing we're nearing yeah. the end yeah uh well yeah yeah of of course you're you're welcome for all the smash you played <laughs> in the last three years i think i think that's basically what you're saying and you're welcome yeah yeah i, I sure as shit wouldn't have played all this smash. i wouldn't even bought the second dlc pack probably if i wasn't on this podcast yeah <laughs> i would just be like oh cool sora <laughs> No, I, and you just shouting your predictions at me while I played Monster Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm also like God. I I love our fan base so much. Me too. That, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like the, I. It's very surreal to have fans. It you is, know? and really, I mean, more than that, we have fans who've become friends. Yeah, uh, and that's really cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, no, this. I mean, yeah, this. This has been just an incredible experience for a multitude of reasons. And yeah. I'm, I'm glad that like, I'm, I'm so close to actually finishing a project. Too. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, uh, I, I, I mean, that's, you know, executive as dysfunction aside, that's hard to do for anybody, you yeah. know, uh, especially something <laughs> of this magnitude. Yeah. And like, you know, <laughs> like I've, I've been diagnosed with you know adhd for the last 20 years of my life right uh and uh and yeah that's that's something so finishing a project is something that never (laughs) happens for me and this just the the people that have supported us and and just like the the joy of doing this with with you and everyone uh like actually got me to commit for three for three and a half years (laughs) Which is a uh, long time. Yeah, and that that's that is that is wonderful in itself. Yeah, yeah. I I I have so much gratitude for for that and and this as an experience. Yeah, I'm I'm glad. You know, I'm 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 really glad that you got to do that. That's really cool. Yeah, yeah. Thank thank you for for riding along with me. <laughs> thank you for opening the passenger door and letting me get in and fuck with the radio. <laughs> <laughs> for three and a half years. And also thanks to all of our fans who uh, have sent us a bunch of listener mail that I'm going to start reading now. Okay. Zoop. <laughs> it's the penultimate episode. Gotta open the mailbag. Not in Freak on Twitter says, Definitely played this more than any other Smash Bros, though I only started in the previous entry on 3DS. So it was exciting to see characters with stance changes. (laughs) Went from Greninja and Dark Pitmain to Pyra slash Mithra, Shulk, and a Palutena player. Ooh. Uh, Also got me to check out Fire Emblem Awakening. Nice. Yeah. That's... Thanks, Zodden Freak. Yeah, thanks. That, That is one thing I... That has also happened to me a lot that I that I love is that Smash has introduced <laughs> me to so many game franchises that I ended up loving. Me too, actually. Yeah. Weirdly, uh, because I'm now such a, a much bigger Fire Emblem fan than I am a Smash fan. Yeah, I would not have played Fire Emblem or would have gotten into it much later if my mom hadn't went out to get my brother, who was quite young at the time a game he'd picked fire emblem because he knew Marth and Roy from smash <laughs> discovered that he didn't like the game. And then mom gave it to me so that he could get another game. <laughs> and then I, and then I played fire emblem uh, uh, for the GBA and loved it. 
and uh the rest is history yeah so, thanks smash <laughs> yeah that is wild life. i am also a fire emblem fan because of smash it's it's funny i think smash 64 actually made actually made me find out who ness was oh right? yeah I was one of those people and uh and that got me interested enough in earthbound to play those games sure. and now it's one of my favorite franchises of all time yeah yeah, yeah. Uh yeah, thank thanks, Not and Freak. Thanks, Not and Freak. Uh Turkey Legs on Twitter says, Hi, it's your favorite food and listener, <laughs> Turkey Legs. I've come to this reality from the Arle Naja dimension. <laughs> In the trailer, Mario had to throw a Poyo hard enough to summon Arl and save Smash. The fans sure were salty. Though Donald and Goofy were in her final Smash for some reason. <laughs> Jokes aside, this has been an amazing ride, and I've enjoyed experiencing it for myself and also through this podcast. I will eagerly listen to whatever you guys go for next, even if it is a laid-back camp theory. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Turkey Legs. Thanks, Turkey Legs. Thanks so much for, like, uh, I feel like they've, they were, they joined the the smashing theory train like uh, a bit later than some of our other fans uh, yeah i think but, so but they they've inter like i've loved seeing them interact with us like so much yes. in that span of time like they they joined later but they joined with such gusto <laughs> they and, did and now they're like hanging around while you're streaming yeah uh, and that's been really cool yeah i'm i'm definitely appreciative of turkey legs's impact on the 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 beep boop community as it <laughs> and, were and turkey legs's impact on your stomach during thanksgiving oh true actually i'm more of a white meat guy <laughs> racist no. <laughs> I <gonna> that. Uh... <sighs> anyway thanks turkey legs yeah thanks tl this is uh this is a uh, a discord message from my f my former play this uh, uh. my uh my co-host for my podcast before this, Max. Okay. Uh, he he, he typed a lot, so I'm gonna try to. I, I'll I'll be I'll be doing a lot of truncating. Sure, sure. Sorry to ask in advance. Uh, and also he asked a question that we already answered, but um, he says in recognition of the final Smash Ultimate character being announced and this chapter of the podcast coming to an end, I'm curious to hear who your top exclusions are, <laughs> the character characters you most wish had been included in the game. That is a good question. Perhaps what their movesets would be as well. <laughs> Here are a few of mine. One, Dorothy McCrank from SteamWorld Dig 2. Oh, wow. Way back on the other end of this podcast, I included Dorothy in my list of top characters I'd like to see included. And even as it became clear over the years she wouldn't make the cut, I still think it was a missed opportunity <laughs> on Sakurai's part. I think Dorothy is my Arle Nadja. <laughs> Yeah, I uh, think that's fair. Two is Hollow Knight from Hollow Knight, a Ooh. more obvious wish list character than Dorothy, but still one I would have loved to have seen. Hollow Knight is a top five game for me and one of the most meaningful experiences I've had on the Switch. Hmm. So while not immediately synonymous with the Nintendo, the connection is there. I think the moveset would probably be the least impactful angle on the ingenious RPM triangle, <laughs> but still interesting enough to warrant an inclusion IMO. And you can't argue with the R and P. <laughs> Uh, relevance and popularity for people that don't know what he's talking <laughs> about uh three red from transistor i know there was a lot of hope for zagreus from ah. hades to be included in switch once the popularity of that game skyrocketed uh even if the timing didn't entirely make sense in terms of building a character but red a different supergiant protagonist would have been a much an even better inclusion in my opinion 
Uh, now, I'm not personally as familiar with the gameplay of Transistor as I am with Hades, but the character design is iconic. And come on, she has a big old sword. Sakurai loves characters with big old swords. <laughs> For my final pick is my one retro pick, and it is literally any character from the 90s fighting game, Balls, which I owned in... <laughs> <laughs> which I owned and played on the 3DO, but which Wikipedia tells me was also released on the Super Nintendo, so hey, I'll take it. What a ridiculous game. Put them all in. Thanks for the memories, Max. I thought that that was going to be a really long uh, message because it was going to be like really heartfelt talking about what you'd achieved. <laughs> and then it was just like, here's four characters that would never be in this game that I would love if they were in this game. Uh, you know, I'm actually a little shocked that mm-hmm. Hollow Knight never got added as a Mii Sword Fighter. That's true. That yeah. would have been great. Yeah. I when when he said Hollow Knight, I thought like, oh, okay, yeah, you know, that actually like that is another character it would be really cool if they broke the indie barrier. Yeah. <laughs> I d- I yeah I don't I don't really see a world where Dorothy McCrank ever got added. No. But, uh, but I I appreciate like the dedication to Dorothy. Yes. McCrank. No, for sure. Yeah. I mean, you know, I I could see Dorothy showing up in like Indie Pogo or something. Yeah. Oh, that that'd be cool. Uh-huh. That'd be cool. Uh, yeah, and uh, and I do agree completely with Max that it was too late to add Zagreus. The, yeah, the timing was was not good. Would have been really cool. Yeah. It. I hope that Zagreus ends up in Framemakers. Actually. Ah. Uh, okay. Uh, Framemakers being a uh like a a a Smash like game, a sure. platform fighter, uh, featuring exclusively indie characters. Uh, from the creator of uh, Super Smash Flash. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is too bad in in a sense that like Super Giants other games will be overshadowed by Hades forever yeah. now because there are other games they've made that could have cool crossover potential. Yeah. If not for Smash, then for other stuff. Yeah. But Zagreus, I mean, I love Zagreus. I'd love yeah. to see Zagreus and other stuff. I'm excited to see whether or not Super Giants next game overshadows Hades. <laughs> That'd be pretty cool. Or if Hades overshadows... I, I think actually... Uh, I think their next game will be kind of a a Pyre versus Transistor situation. Uh-huh. Where like Transistor came out, people loved it, and then Pyre came out, it was a very different game. <laughs> yeah. And people kind of just ignore right. it because it was so different. Why, why didn't you do Isometric Diablo game again? Yeah. And then, and then Hades came out, which I think had enough in common with uh-huh. Transistor that the transistor crew came back on and then the horny crew figured out that it was a thing <laughs> and then like and yeah. then it like blew the hell up yeah so i think whatever their next game is will be very different than hades uh the mainstream gaming audience will not like that yeah uh but it will be a very good game that i love yep uh and then the game after that will kind of <laughs> incorporate like some of their older ideas but refresh them kind of like yeah. Hades did and Hades I, 2 <laughs> I don't think it will be Hades 2 <laughs> but I I do think that will be like their next most popular game of all time Zagreus's son Zagreus has to escape from Olympus Max thank you for your mail <laughs> yes, thank you Max uh, uh next is Unsaxon 51 all right on twitter aka steve with two eves yes uh it sounded like you said steve with two i think i did by accident i think i accidentally (laughs) said that steve with two e's all right there we go as a lifelong fan of nintendo and the smash series this game has been the culmination of so many impossible dreams (laughs) in one game i got all three of my most wanted characters ridley belmont banjo plus so more on top of that 
besides just the mind-boggling amount of content in the game, it also somehow manages to probably be the most balanced competitive entry in the franchise. <laughs> it's really a shame that it doesn't have better online to Ooh. take advantage of how solid the core gameplay is. Even with that in mind, I can't begin to express how much I appreciate all the dedication and hard work from Sakurai and his team. And I've enjoyed being part of the AST journey along the way. Aww. You guys are great, and I look forward to your next project. Thanks, Steve, with two E's. Thanks, Steve, with two E's. Yeah, I totally forgot to even touch on the online because it's so bad that I forgot it existed. <laughs> the online fucking sucked. Yeah. Yeah. And, like... You always see people, like, arguing on, like, Twitter threads or whatever that it would have been impossible to do rollback for Smash because of this or that. Yeah. And then somehow Keats from Iron Galaxy finds all of those threads and is like, no, it's actually completely possible. <laughs> Here's extensive data as to why. Yeah, and I think, I think there was, I think homebrew people even, like, made like a rollback <laughs> hack for ultimate that got shut down right yeah, yeah. There, there was at least like slippy for uh for uh -huh. like rollback for melee yeah which also got shut down yep yeah yeah so that is uh that's definitely a blemish on on you know uh ultimate's otherwise excellent record yes ab absolutely the uh it's it's such a disappointment and like Nintendo has such a lack of dedication to Optimal Online yeah. that I don't even have much faith that there'll be some kind of rollback in the next Smash game whenever that happens. I mean, the online for Animal Crossing is shit. You know, <laughs> if they can't get that right, there's no way they're getting rollback right. Yeah, it's a shame. It really is. But thank you, Steve. Yes, thank you, Steve. Thank you so much for being part of this journey with us. Yeah. Here's a mail from Chess Kitchen. Oh, great. Hey, okay. guys, Chess Kitchen is back for an encore. <laughs> First of all, as far as I can tell, this episode is your last, and I'm proud of you guys for going this long and completing this two-and-a-half-year-long project. Congratulations. Thank you. Second of all, Sora, he's just as light and floaty as Sakurai said he would be. My favorite thing about his inclusion has got to be skin number five, the gray one. Every time I see his stupid <laughs> meat face, <laughs> it makes me laugh so hard. Often when in online matches against other Soras, it just feels like you're competing to land that Thundaga combo. <laughs> I'm not into Kingdom Hearts, but I'm happy that you're happy that Sora got in. Aww. Supposedly, Lightning McQueen from Disney's Cars franchise was in some game before he was in the movies, so now I have a friend who's saying hashtag Lightning McQueen for Smash 6. <laughs> of course, this is a joke and borderline impossible, but just imagine it. Imagine the emotional carnage of the fandom. <laughs> if you guys could create a fighting game out of any franchise besides a video game, what would you make it out of? Ooh. Don't forget, time is an illusion, the universe is a hologram, buy gold. <laughs> Bye, Chess Kitchen. Thanks, Chess Kitchen. Thanks, Chess Kitchen. Uh, so, so a couple things. This episode is not our last one, yes. but it is probably our next to last, kind of. God, that's uh, so weird. Yeah, I'll I'll be telling, uh, I'll be telling y'all what next time is once we get to the end of this episode. Obviously, right. after that episode, which will basically be the last episode of the Smashing Theory, I will be putting uh, 
a, a smashing theories game of the year 2021 on this yes on this feed on this channel uh so don't unsub yeah at, at the end of 2021 or the beginning of 2022 we'll, yeah. we'll see we'll see how that goes uh i'm also planning on streaming those deliberations uh live oh shit uh i'm, I'm yeah i'm, I'm thinking it's of doing news that to me yes <laughs> I, I was actually i actually started thinking about this like today basically I but I, I i think it'd be cool yeah yeah um but we'll, we'll keep you updated on that but uh this isn't the last episode of a smashing theory proper but we're near the end yeah and uh if if we could create a fighting game out of any franchise besides a video game what's what's your pick oh the matrix Ooh, yeah i think that would be a great fighting game you have a lot of characters you could do so much with it mechanically definitely the matrix yeah uh for me i, I oh i guess he said singular franchise and not like a crossover oh uh, yeah because um because for me the crossover would be shown in the shonen Jump. oh of course although Let's say that doesn't count because it already has several fighting games. <laughs> sure, yeah. Like, really, I just I want Jump Ultimate Stars 3. That's, that's what I want. I feel you. Uh, but, yeah. A franchise that is not from a video game and does not already have a fighting game. He didn't actually give that restriction, but I feel like I should add it. Yeah. Because uh, don't do not do Dragon Ball Z, for instance. Yeah. I know I know you wouldn't, but, you know, <laughs> that, that kind of thing. Right, yeah. Like, it would be tempting to say Naruto, but, yeah, Naruto right. has plenty. Yeah, none of them are good. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh, the fighting games. Yeah, <laughs> like uh, they're 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 not like they're not fully satisfying as fighting games. Yes, yeah, uh, they're they're good in kind of a fun, like you know, sure, like, casual way. Uh, and so are Doritos. <laughs> they're good in a fun, casual way. Doesn't mean I want to eat them all the time. They actually kind of make me sick if I eat too many. No one was saying that we should play the Naruto fighting games all the time. I don't eat Doritos all the time. <laughs> That's <laughs> what you're saying is irrelevant to the. Okay, all right. I need to think. I need to fucking uh, him. Oh, Avatar: The Last Airbender. Oh uh, well, yeah, that's a yeah, good one. Yeah, the yeah the the Avatar universe. It'd be. Like, somehow they should shove the Avatar cast and the Korra cast in there. <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, I'm I'm into that. And have some fucking, like, spirit world mumbo-jumbo is the... Oh, of course. Yeah. Yeah, like, the 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 fifth element of time is out of whack. Oh, God, that's awful. But Korra and Aang <laughs> have to team up to fix it, but <laughs> Azula and some enemy from Korra have combined their powers... Oh, that's and become one <laughs> avatar super being. I don't, I don't want to say that's some of the worst fan fiction <laughs> I've heard, but it is not the best fan fiction I've heard. That's how Netherrealm would have done it. That that is how Netherrealm would have done it. You're a hundred percent correct. <laughs> uh, thank you, Chess Kitchen. Yeah, thank you. History Bowler on tw uh, Twitter, I almost said Twitch, <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> uh, says, It's going to be weird going at least the rest of this generation, if not longer, without the Smash hype train. Ooh. But Sakurai deserves the rest and the freedom to play other games without worrying about people <laughs> assuming that he's playing it for Smash. <laughs> that is true. What do you think is now the biggest Nintendo game slash property to not be represented in Smash in some way. Oh, that's hard. 
uh yeah here's my here's my answer it doesn't there is none there's none like <laughs> especially especially the wording of this to not be represented in smash in some way yeah like i can't i don't know if there's any nintendo property that isn't in smash ultimate as at least a spirit yeah uh, and if like the level of obscurity that that property would have to have when Sakurai is so good at like plumbing Nintendo's yeah, depths, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like if if they're yeah the the biggest the biggest Nintendo franchise or property, uh, or or game to not be represented in Smash in some ways either something incredibly <laughs> small, yeah, or uh, or it's. It's something that released after Smash Ultimate did that hasn't really right, didn't right. get the opportunity to get shown off. And even those games, even Astral Chain got some post-release uh-huh. spirits and stuff, That's right? That's true. Uh, yeah, so... Are are there Hanafuda cards in Smash? Oh, good question. Uh, I want to say no. Okay. Hanafuda. <laughs> I mean, I know that's not really like a Nintendo property, but it's part of their history. Yeah, yeah, it is. So yeah, yeah I guess the card game Hanafuda <laughs> would be my answer. You know that that's better than what I would have come up with. I was really blanking on this. Yeah, yeah, I think that's I think that's really interesting. For those who may not know, Nintendo got their start making Hanafuda playing cards. Yeah, uh, yeah, but thank you so much, History Bowler. Yes, thank you, History Bowler. An email from Quinn R. All right. Hello, Daniel and Sean. Hello, Quinar. I'm sure that most people, I'm sure that people will be offering similar questions, but seeing as this may be one of the last Smash-related episodes, there are a few things that could be fun to discuss. Hmm. Uh, and most of these are uh, are questions that we already kind of naturally <laughs> got to in the in the postmortem. Sure, like who your favorite and least favorite of the newcomers to Ultimate, right? Uh. Are your mains the same as... Oh, are your mains the same as when the game first came out? Huh. If not, talk about the changes you've made along the way. Okay. Um, you know, I, I, my main is probably still Little Mac in the sense that he's the character with which I'm the most comfortable. Yeah. But I have to say, when I was fighting you as Byleth during our little Smash showdown, yeah. I was really feeling it. <laughs> like, Byleth is a very cool character with a lot of really interesting mechanics and strategies that you can use. Yeah. And I could absolutely see Byleth becoming my main if I continued to play Smash regularly. Nice. Yeah, uh, Ridley was my main at the beginning of Ultimate. <laughs> uh, Ridley is probably still my main. Sure. But there's several characters that, like... I I've wanted to learn, you nice. know. I want to learn Sora. Mm-hmm. Uh, I uh, like I, I like Terry like a weird amount. Sure, sure. Um, uh, there's a. I feel like there's something to Kazuya, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, and when I was fighting you as Piranha Plant, I'm like, there's something here. <laughs> there's actually something here. Okay. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I, I did not end up changing my main, but there's so, there's so much there that I could, you know, that I could grasp onto. There's so many characters that feel really good to play that I could easily see myself transitioning to at least partially, like, like picking up as a secondary, uh, three, are there any glaring omissions from the final roster in your opinion? (laughs) Uh, conversely, are there any characters on the roster you think could have sat this game out? <laughs> I, th- I think we we've, both we've uh, kind of yeah, talked about yeah, that. We kinda, yeah, we kind of we already answered that. Yeah. Um, uh, 
and finally, what were some of your favorite memories from this podcast? Oh, personally, whenever I re-listen to old episodes and the RPM triangle is mentioned, <laughs> it makes me chuckle. I can't wait to hear about what you guys have decided to do after this podcast. And I'm also excited about Daniel's new streaming channel, which has been fun for me to watch. Nice. Thanks for doing what you're doing, Quinn R. Thanks, Quinn R. Thanks, Quinn. Uh, yeah. What What are some of your favorite like pod? What are your favorite moments from just recording this? Was Buttermouth this or Beep Boop Soup? Ooh, uh, I think it was Buttermouth this. was this. It's we got... were we were predicting PS5 stuff. That's right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So this is a throwback. Yeah. But for those who may not remember, we were like riffing and doing a bit and it morphed into this thing about <laughs> play like a video game where you have to shoot butter into your own mouth. And if you don't, your dad taunts you. <laughs> and then like the you became Simba and the dad was Mufasa <laughs> Uh, and then we like recapped the entirety of Lion King, but Simba has like butter all over his face <laughs> for his failed attempts at, you know, completing this challenge. And uh, that was like the longest, weirdest riff that we've ever gone on. And I was laughing so hard that I thought I was going to have a hernia. Like I, I was just gone. That I, was so great. I was also going to say buttermouth. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. Oh, yeah. um, I, I guess just more broadly. Yeah. I just like, it's something about like my improv comedy training from when we went to the same performing arts high school. Uh-huh. But like when we both recognize that we've got something that's funny <laughs> and we just like build on it and build on it and build on it and go completely off track and make each other laugh. Those are easily my favorite moments of recording. Yeah. It's just so much fun. Yeah, no, we've, we've like, there some of my all time favorite bits that we've done, thankfully have been recorded here. <laughs> yes, exactly. Like, it's, to the point that it's sometimes like heartbreaking when we like have like an incredible bit and we're like doing it in the kitchen with no recording uh, equipment. Yes, like, <laughs> yeah, there's no the, there. There are so many occasions where like w- like we'll be making each other laugh so hard that like we're having trouble standing, yeah. and then one of us will say like God, I wish we'd recorded that. Yeah, <laughs> and Lee will just be like like a foot and a half away, just shaking their head. <laughs> At, like, our fucking, like, (laughs) the fucking, like, Ron Weasley impressions that we're just stacking on top of each other. We, for, we have, like, a private joke, and the whole joke is to just do a terrible impression of Ron Weasley, like, as... Which has leaked onto the show. Yes, as an idiot, basically. (laughs) That's the whole gag. Yeah, I mean, we... That has happened in the that, show. That's true, but it's yeah. it started. It it grew in like a fungus. You know, it was like underground, and then the head popped up. The the Ron Weasley one. One bit that I like that sometimes I still think about uh, that happened on on a Smashing Theory. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> actually, I'm gonna switch to a different one. <laughs> okay, there's. There's one time when you were talking about how uh in uh in Pokemon Let's Go, uh the noises that Eevee makes <laughs> when when you pet Eevee made you uncomfortable and you likened it to like 
It's like, for example, if, if you were a dog and I pet you and, and you made like, you know, you made pleasurable noises, that'd be weird. And then I, I just pretended to be a, a talking dog getting pet by you. I, I like... did just like a, like a flashback to an ancient war. I did just hear in my mind, oh, thank you, Sean, for touching me there. <laughs> Ooh, thank you, Sean. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, and and yeah, broadly, uh, I've loved a lot of our bits. Mm. Um, uh, I I think uh, I think sometimes when we got like really weird predictions, really right, like like the like the <laughs> yes. Sans thing. Also, some of our running gags were really funny. I think just like the 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 journey of Heihachi finally not making <laughs> yes, it in, yeah. but like all the build up to Heihachi uh-huh. uh, was was very funny. Like I. I, for the longest, longest, longest time, was like, look, Heihachi's inevitable. Right, yeah. Heihachi is going to be <laughs> in this game, like, as a playable character. Like, the, the Bandai Namco's there, like, <laughs> this, that, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Uh, and then, like, the the day that Heihachi was revealed as a me fighter, I think, <laughs> was... Uh, <laughs> Was very was very vindicating for Sean and very funny for the podcast yes. in general. No, that like and then Kazuya came out. <laughs> that that was remarkable. Yeah, that that was a saga, man. I there's an extent to which I I I'm all, I sometimes almost play a character of myself on this podcast. <laughs> sure, you know, yeah. um, and. Uh, I do genuinely dislike Heihachi as a character and as a potential Smash inclusion, but it was fun to kind of pitch up some of my anti-Heihachi rants. <laughs> uh, those were among my favorite bits to do, just like muttering about his hair. And so, some else. of them were very funny. <laughs> Others were like, okay, I, we get it. I will never not be in the mood to go on an anti-Heiachi tirade. I know. We all, at this point, we all know, Sean. I don't know. We got lots of new fans. <laughs> uh, yeah, and I I think, yeah, I, I think there's there's a lot of episodes of our pod that are still, like, very listenable, too. You know, even, yeah. even though a lot of our news is <laughs> right. super outdated, right? Like, obviously, like... Uh, Every time a new character comes out, a bunch of our older episodes get obsoleted. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think, like, a lot of the discussion is still really fun. And, yeah. yeah. No, I, like, I, I think the discussion is good. And I think that, you know, obviously it's been a goal of the podcast to be informative. But it has also been a goal of the podcast to be entertaining. Yeah. And I, you know, I I, uh, I think that uh, on occasion we've achieved that. <laughs> <laughs> Every now and then. Yeah. Just, you know, yeah. Exactly. Once, once in a blue moon. <laughs> Uh, th- thank you so much, Quinar. Yes, thank you, Quinar. Tommy T, on our Patreon, Ooh. says, Hi, I've been listening to your podcast since your first episode. Whoa. And this is the first time I've wrote to you. Yeah, it is. I just want to say thanks for these years and thanks for the entertainment. I demand a new version of this podcast. <laughs> the second a new Smash game is revealed in some years. <laughs> P.S. The triangle is real, and Heihachi is my first pick for the next Smash. Oh, <laughs> you were doing so good, Tommy T. This <laughs> is going so well. Thank you, Tommy T. Thanks, I guess. <laughs> no, thank you, Tommy T. That uh, you know, ninety percent of that meant a lot to me. <laughs> 
<laughs> no, it's it's really great that we've we've literally had some people that have been listening to us since episode one. Yeah, and we're on like episode eighty nine now. It's, it's some hilarious number. Yeah. Uh, well, this is episode eighty eight. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's all. That's uh, that's that's loyalty, right there. <laughs> yeah. That's no, impressive. Like three three and a half years. Yeah. Good shit. Good shit. Thanks, Tommy T. Thanks, Tommy T. And finally, uh, an email from Leo Veritas, Aww. one of our longest fans. Hey, Daniel and Sean. I hope you're both doing well. Smash has been such a big part of my life, from my journey to be a competitive player to meeting awesome friends through Smash podcasts, Discord communities, and Twitch streams. It has been a crazy ride. I'm looking forward to writing this game off into the sunset and beyond. Also, excited for whatever Beep Boop group does next, such as Daniel's streams on twitch.tv slash Z for some awesome variety gaming content, and Beep Boop Soup, the patron-exclusive podcast. Just want to help you guys out, LOL. Your friend, <laughs> Leo Veritas. Oh, thanks, Leo. Thanks so much, man. Yeah, your, your support of our wacky endeavors, uh, you know, has has really meant a lot uh, to to both of us. I know I speak for both of us when I say that. And, yeah. Uh, so so we really appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. It's also been really nice to be like so close to someone that's like actually good at the game. Yeah, that is handy. Yeah. Like <laughs> like Leo has consistently like basically like offered offered out his his hand to us is like, hey, I know you guys have been like musing every now and then like with the idea of like trying to to like play Smash competitively just right. to see how that would go. If you ever need advice. <laughs> like he always like extended that out and I always really appreciate yeah, that. I, yeah. I appreciate that especially because he has no idea what he's getting himself into. <laughs> I am so bad <laughs> at this game. <laughs> about which i've done a three and a half year podcast hey you've you know uh uh also one one of our other fans mr Corrad luigi is also like very competitively competent yes. at this game he like he's gotten like a two elite smash with like all but like two characters or something mm-hmm. and he watched us play a play our stream and he actually had like good <laughs> feedback for yes. us both he said that uh i had good instincts uh, but sometimes I overextended myself. Oh, right. He said my, my instincts were good, but my execution, like, okay. you know, needed work. Which makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, so sometimes I whiff the execution is what right, he Right, right. Yeah. And I, I believe what he said about me is that my positioning is good, but that I uh, didn't always take advantage of it in ways that I should have or something to that effect. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he, I, I think he basically said, like, you... Uh, you hesitated too much to right. like mate like connect with which which is me yeah <laughs> that's why I usually play zoners in fighting games because my uh my you know mix ups and close range stuff is bad yeah and the way that zoners exist in Smash is very different than any other fighting game yes uh due to the amount of like due to the way that space <laughs> works in that game yes yeah uh yeah but I you know he. He saw promise in both of us. You know, you're not a lost cause. Okay. (laughs) I appreciate his and Leo's faith in us. (laughs) I don't have that same faith in myself as a Smash player. As a human being, you know, I have what I would describe as a reasonable amount of faith in myself. Well, maybe you should have less faith in yourself in one way and more faith in yourself. No, I, I, I have faith in you too as a person. Thank, thank you. 
I appreciate the sincerity with which you said that. <laughs> <laughs> there was sincerity. Uh, yeah, thank, thank you, Leo. Yeah. And uh, yeah, thanks thanks so much to everyone that sent in listener mail. Yes. I think I got all of it. I'm so sorry if I missed you. Um, if, if I did, maybe I'll just read it on the next episode because there will be a next episode. Cool. Um, God, like, yeah, it's, it's been really wonderful to like have all these people invest in us in this way. It really has. Yeah. And, uh, and like, I, I actually like when I was like, go, like I, you know, I sent out like, Hey, send me a listener mail if you want. And like when I got all the listener mail and I was like reading through it all, like I actually got a little like emotional, like, yeah, like reading through all of it and going through all of this definitely felt like that moment at the end of a JRPG where your allies show up to tell you what a journey it's been. You know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, th- thanks everyone. Thank uh, you. Sincerely. Yeah. As 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 some people have mentioned, uh, we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash beepboop group. Yes. If you want to like kind of have a window into what we're up to uh before we fully transition to whatever our next thing is, you can follow us there. I think you can just like hit a follow button and you'll see any posts that like aren't at a pledge level, which sure. occasion which occasion very occasionally happen. But also uh if you if you pledge to us like at any amount You'll get some sort of cool content from us. At one dollar, you get a bonus podcast monthly called Beep Boop Soup. True, which will still update even after a Smashing Theory is over. Yes. Uh, at five dollars or more, you'll get access to our Discord. You'll also get a uh, bonus content sometimes. One thing we uploaded recently was video footage of me and Sean playing Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> man, one thing I never did was uh. Uh, go back and and mention what Nickelodeon All Star Brawl predictions we got right. Oh yeah. Uh, here's the cliff notes. None of them. <laughs> we guessed 15 characters. Yeah. None of them got in. <laughs> That's true. The one exception, uh, which I don't know if it should count because that character isn't in the game yet, uh, is that I guess Garfield and Garfield got right. datamined. Like, okay. Garfield will probably be early DLC. Sure. But he's not like. There's no explicit confirmation of that yet well, and we were guessing the launch roster anyway congratulations you win thank you sean no problem and also thanks and condolences to jordan our guest on that episode yeah uh also also yeah like like man like i guess some safe choices too like i guess like squidward and zuko uh-huh neither of them got in true toff got in over zuko true who is one of the best characters in the game toff is cool yeah cops toss fucking awesome anyway uh uh if you if you pledge at the twenty dollar level, you'll get a special thanks from us at the end of all of our podcasts. Yeah. Uh including Beep Boop Soup. Uh but also this for as long as it will continue to exist. And yeah, feel feel free to to support us on that. Yeah. Um also uh I'm on Twitch now, and sometimes Sean is on there with me. True. Thor uh Twitch.com slash Thorazy. That's not the address for Twitch. Twitch.fuck. Twitch.tv <laughs> slash T-H-O-R-E-S-Z. Oh, it even rhymes. Oh, I guess it does. Yeah. Yeah. Well, take that rhyme with you. Uh, if, uh, if you give it a follow, once I get to 50 follows, I can become an affiliate. True. Uh, and that means I can do, like, subs and emotes and stuff and, and really kind of get more opportunities to interact with you guys in special ways just imagine the rpm triangle coming to twitch oh fuck oh shit 50 follows (laughs) 
I'm not guaranteeing that that will happen. I, I mean, you have to now. It's a sacred, <laughs> it's a solemn vow. <laughs> no. It's You're a the one making it about my Twitch channel. I mean, sometimes I'm on the Twitch channel. <laughs> the least you could do is put the RBM triangle on that. If we get to 50 followers by the end of the month, I'll consider it. <laughs> I'll consider okay. it. Great. Uh, we're over halfway there already, so nice. Uh, or we're we're very slightly under halfway. We're halfway there ish. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Please give us a follow if if you if you care to do that. Yeah. Um, or rather, please give him a follow. This is his Twitch channel. <laughs> you're there too. <laughs> uh, and uh, and yeah, thank thanks for all the support everyone's given us and in, in all the ways that you've given us that support. Yes, it's super appreciated. And it's just meant a whole lot to to me and us. It has. It yeah. really has. Next time on Ooh. a smashing theory, Smash Bros. Six. Oh shit. We are going to predict <laughs> the next Smash Bros. game, when it'll happen, how it'll happen, what the roster will be. Oh my we're, god. We're just gonna go into full theory mode and craft the the next game, even though the current game has barely <laughs> stopped right. being an active thing. We're going to look to the future. We're going to be those annoying people that just look to what's next. And I'm sure that those predictions that we make will age like a fine wine. <laughs> it, even if it takes 20 years, if there's ever another Smash Bros. game that comes out, we'll have to come back and do a reaction. Oh my god. <laughs> We're not, I'm not committing to a full podcast. Sure, sure. But like a single like reaction, yeah, up- uploaded to this ancient feed. <laughs> but anyway, next episode is that. If you have your own predictions for what the next Smash game could possibly be like, uh, go ahead and email us at a smashing theory at gmail dot com or tweet at us at a smashing theory. Yeah, and give us a follow while you're at it. True, uh, because and then go to Daniel's Twitch channel. Give that a follow. I already said people should follow my Look, Twitch I'm, I'm channel. Look, I'm just saying the bim bam boom. You know, there's a little there's a little train of uh, of follows here. Uh, anyway, even after we stop doing the podcast, uh, I'm sure I'll use the Smashing Theory Twitter to tweet about other things we're doing. Yes. Uh, hell, I'm I'm already tweeting when we go live on Twitch. So, yes. So yeah, feel feel free to follow that for updates on things. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Our our schedules have have been quite cramped recently oh yeah uh but yeah uh stay stay tuned for that you'll you'll get it relatively soon before the end of the year for sure and in the meantime i hope that you have a smashing time oh what's what's his last thing gonna be you'll have to wait and see until the next episode oh yes i'm sure that it will be smashing oh God. <laughs> Special thanks. Special thanks. Special thanks to Lonald. Lonald, Lonald, Lonald. I really like how nothing rhymes with your name. What rhymes with Lonald? Donald?
Donald? Shit. I really like how your name is not Donald. Oh, good. I'm really <laughs> glad you just, uh, you, you, you hit a home run with that material I gave you. How would you like a fry from McDonald's? <laughs> 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 thank you so much for being there with us for so long, Lotto. Yes, thank you for your support, Lotto. Special thanks to Nymph. Thank you, Nymph. Nymph, uh, this uh, this appears to for now be your last month as one of our special thanks pleasures. Yes. So thank you so much for your support for years. Yes, truly, thank you, Nymph. Uh, we have uh, we've appreciated it tremendously. You are appreciated and beloved. Yes. Special thanks to my fiance Lee. Thank you, Lee. 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 I'm I'm a I'm a little bummed in this moment that the pandemic has prevented uh, us getting married, so I could call you my wife, Lee, at the end yeah, of the podcast. Yeah, oh, that would have been really cool. Yeah, you guys should get married soon. <laughs> no, no, not while the Delta variant's a thing. Look, I mean, it doesn't have to be a big thing. Just go to the courthouse, get the certificate, and then you, <laughs> just, and just, then, and then, and then, and then, and then, on the last episode of Smashing Theory, you can say thank you to my just, life partner, Lee. Just, just, just unceremoniously sign paperwork so I can legally do that. I mean... That's into, look in the few weeks. All I'm saying is that's sort of how my parents got married, except that they didn't do it for a podcast. <laughs> they did it because they loved each other. <laughs> oh, but yeah, my my parents got married at like a courthouse in New York with a couple of friends, and then celebrated by taking the ferry around the Statue of Liberty. Thanks, Lee. <laughs> Thanks, Lee. I love you. I love my parents' wedding story. <laughs> Special thanks to Mr. Cool Red Luigi. Woohoo! Ooh. Yeah, I had to do a nice good one for the penultimate episode. Yeah, yeah, you did. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. Thanks thanks, Royce, for for all the support over the years and also for like, you know, just hanging out with us, being on our Discord, being yeah. on our Twitch streams. Being my friend on Facebook. Yeah, be my friend on Facebook. I barely use Facebook, but it's still appreciated. Yeah, I don't like Facebook, but I'm glad we're friends on there. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks, Royce. Thanks, Royce. Thanks for everything, man. Special thanks to Cool Gabe. Ooh. Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe. Cool Gabe. Cool game. He's so cool. <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to top that next uh, time. Uh, I I have faith. <laughs> I have faith that somehow you'll be able to top that untoppable song. <laughs> I see. I mean, it's the best thing I've ever written. Oh, yeah. Off the cuff, too. Oh, sure. I really like the wham bam bam part. That was good. Thanks, Cool Game. <laughs> Special thanks to Vinny G. Ah, thanks, Vinny G. Your name kind of reminds me of... I, I didn't have anything. I, I thought I'd think of something and it would be a bit that his name reminds me of, but I don't actually have anything. Thanks, Vinny, for all your support and for all your speculation and cool things that you say in our Discord and emails and things. You know, actually, your name kind of reminds me of uh, the Michael Jackson song, Billy Jean, but instead be like, Vinny G is fan on Patreon. He special thanks. And then we get $20. It's a <laughs> Thank you, Vinny. And then we lose all of it to a copyright claim from Michael Jackson's estate. 
Special thanks to Steve with two E's. <laughs> thanks, Steve with two E's. Thank you so much for 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 all your support of us yes. and and all your your interactions with us. It's it's really great to to read your tweets on the pod. And, it really is. And and see you in the Discord. Yeah, interacting with you has been awesome. It's it's really been great to have you as a fan. Yeah, and thanks for having two E's in your name. I thanks. just think that's neat. And a special special eating his words special thanks <laughs> to eldritch hero yes they thank you for sending me 50 dollars that i was not expecting <laughs> after you got sora wrong yeah i mean uh it was very noble of you and unnecessary but appreciated yeah just just heaps Heaps of respect. If I had to own up to Daniel for all the times that I've said that I would bet him real money that a thing would or would not happen, I would be in debt. <laughs> so, very, very good, Eldritch Hero. Yeah, you, you are a, a man of your word, and I, I am truly impressed. <laughs> yeah. Special thanks with a capital S yeah. and a capital T. Yeah. Special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons. Uh, if you want to get in on the, the, the special thanks train, uh... Beep, beep. That's not what trains do. Toot, toot! There we go. <laughs> you can, uh... You can give us $20. It's a freight we'll train, but it's got a car horn on it. Give us $20, <laughs> and we will special thank you. <laughs> we'll do it. Special thanks to all of our special thanks patrons. We'll see you next time. Bye.